Paper crowns have their legitimate and within the proper context their serious uses. They are in the long run not much less absurd if imagination mend them than all earthly crowns. Welcome to the Rios Roast, everyone. Very glad to have you here. My name is Chris Rios. I'm your host, and you're listening to the Paper Crowns Podcast. Now, in life, we always meet crazy people, people that really do shake up our foundations as individuals and recreate who we are as people. Now, when I first arrove down in Florida, about the age of like 12, I think. Arrove? Uh, did I say arrove? Yep. Thanks, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> Point being... Uh, I met this individual as I was going to high school. I really didn't know who I was because there was a big difference culturally between up north and, and down south. And I found myself in between worlds of like loving hip hop, but still being a nerd, but having a, like a rock background. I didn't know where I belong. And luckily, God sent this person into my life that was like, here's someone that's going to help you piece who you are together. And that person was Gary Roth. He is my best friend, and will probably be my best friend to the day of day, my heterosexual life mate, if you will, to quote Kevin Smith, he's the guy who's always been by my side. And even though we've broken up several times within our lifetimes, we always find <laughs> each other back because we realize that life just isn't the same without each other. You know, and, and it is so amazing to find that person in your life. And I hope everyone who listens to this podcast finds that person because as an artist, Knowing your art and knowing what you're doing and, and having goals in life means nothing if you don't have that partner alongside you or that person who actually absolutely hands down gets what you're dreaming of or what you're thinking of. And so I am absolutely privileged and honored to be able to sit down with my best friend and share them with the Rio, the Rios verse. My good best friend, Gary Mugroth. How are you doing, man? I'm doing great. That was a very beautiful and moving. It is an honor to be in my presence. Yes. I really am that amazing. Um, and that's the podcast. Thanks, guys. <laughs> See you later, man. See you later. Great talk. <laughs> Gary, man, you are, are, are someone who is so unique to my life. There is no one like Gary Roth, you know? And and I think I, any yeah, yeah, yeah. I think anyone who listens to this podcast will absolutely agree. And even if they don't know you, uh, after listening to this podcast, they're going to be like, I don't think I've known an asshole like that before, mm -hmm. you know, but it's going to be uh, so great to, to be able to sit across from you and, and explore that because a lot of who we were, I feel growing up was the idea of being like, I'm special. You know, I am an individual and <laughs> Gary's nodding in a very particular way. Special is the word. Yes. I'm not laughing um, at the special. I'm just laughing at the whole. God, I remember how positive and hopeful we were. We and now really it's were. like, ugh. But <laughs> I mean, like that—that that is uh, an extreme part of this podcast is realizing that, like, we grew up. Like, I remember what we were like. Maybe my junior year, senior year, or even the year before the sophomore year, junior. You were a sophomore, and I was. No, I was a sophomore. You were a freshman when we met. When we first met, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But we didn't. We weren't uh, like solidified as mm. as a partnership then. You know, we were just kind of like still learning from each other. Yeah. And and to be clear, like when I got into high school, I, I don't know if you like sent you know could smell the nerd on me or whatever, but like we were both so, in graphics class. We were, man. We were both in graphics, <laughs> and then we realized like, 
Oh, we also ride the same bus together, like mm-hmm. to get to school. We both sat in the front. Yeah. <laughs> so we could have our own seat. Yeah, <laughs> and we didn't have to be around other people. But it's funny because, like, as we got like more comfortable with each other, we were kind of like, you know what, fuck it, we're taking the back of the bus, and like we kind of forced others to like the, the the cool section of the bus became like the middle section of the bus because we were like, we're gonna sit in the back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how cool we ever actually were. But I doubt we were cool in front of their eyes. But we probably but, thought we were. There's probably yeah. some people on there that were like, oh, they're the cool ones. And we were like, I think we think that they, they think, think we're the cool yeah. ones. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, we were not the cool ones. No. Nah. But, like, even the cool people who usually occupy the back of the bus were like, oh, they're back there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And they're like, uh, the middle's fine. We're, we're going to hold down the middle guy. It wasn't so much that we were cool. It was just like, uh, yeah, we don't want to be near that. <laughs> I don't know. Did we swear on your oh, show? Oh, yeah. You can fucking swear on Oh, cool. Fine. I'll fucking swear. Then. Yeah, oh, these yeah. fucking nerds. Fucking fuck them. Um, but, like, <laughs> when we were in that, you know, very middle of high school, we had spent time together and we realized who we were and you helped, you know, bring me back into what the modern time rock was at the time with like corn, Limbiskit and things like that system of a down, all these the bands, classics that, now. the classics. Yeah. <laughs> People were like, who limp? What him? Yeah. They called themselves limp. Anything system of a what? what yeah. And it was about? fine. Yeah. <laughs> Papa who, you know, that was our first concert, our first concert. Uh, but like all these bands that, that were coming up at the time and I was in between, worlds because i was like i had this hip-hop background i only like hip-hop and you're like i I think you would like this because this is where it's kind of like where it's blurring those lines you know how you're like really into hip-hop but also you're like super confused and miserable most of the time Mm -hmm. in a dark place and none of that makes sense and rap's really not speaking to you about it no and you're like yeah and i'm like corn's for you you're ready for corn (laughs) You're ready for corn. You're ready for Maryland. The the dirty South uh, uh, wasn't really uh, helped me at the time. You know, I think you're ready for Chino Moreno, man. Yeah, yeah. And so there was there was a lot of good stuff that you introduced to me, and I realized that a lot of the stuff that you grew up with as a kid, being like uh like the the '80s cartoons and and things like that, like I shared the same sentiment with you. And then we were like, oh, we're both nerds. Oh, we both love this, and we both love anime, and we love you know Tank Police and Akira and all these things. And that's that's Tank really, Police. Oh yeah. Holy crap. <laughs> Tank Police was like my first anime that I've ever seen. Oh, I yeah. forgot about Bonaparte. So good. The little tank. Mm-hmm. And Ooh. like uh, I, I was like uh when I realized that, oh, I have more in common with, with this guy than I do with any anybody in the in the rap crew right now, I was like, oh, I really have to just reevaluate myself and, and discover who Chris Rios is. Mm. And you really helped guide that and be like, this is this is where you were supposed to be all this time, you know, and that's where I was like, oh, this is now my foundation. This is where I need to build upon who Chris Rios is going to be in high school and, well, I, and grow up there. I do remember the day that God sent me to yeah. go and yeah, talk to you. you. He uh, he was like, you know, this guy's real confused. Yeah, and this yeah, is going to yeah. be your mission yeah. in life. And I was like, I got this. He man. was like, Gary, I know you don't like me. You don't know me, <laughs> but just trust me on this one. He was also, we gotta go. And I was like, when do I get mine? And he was like, oh, no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. That's, that's not well, this. Will he help me in return? No, no, no. He's going to frustrate you. <laughs> no, no. He's going <laughs> to thwart you at every moment. And you're just going to keep coming he's back. He's going to try and talk to you about me. Don't listen. It's going to be right? an emotionally abusive relationship yeah. just forever. <laughs> you're definitely going to be the bitch, but it's going to be very fulfilling for him. <laughs> um. So, yeah. That's a helicopter. 
I thought you started playing some dramatic I thought, ass I, I music. Was like, on there. I was like, I was like, am I doing that with my mind? Whoa, that Maybe was that's cool. God speaking to yeah. us. He's like, yo, that is shut uh, up. That's yeah. He was like, <laughs> <laughs> that's thirty five dollar mics for you folks. Enough guys. Um, yeah. Um, beyond that, uh, it, it like we were saying in in sophomore year to get to the the fucking point. Where I'm trying to say this. Yes, get to the uh, point. God, get sorry, on with it. Get on with it. Uh, with uh, this podcast of understanding that balance. We grew up with a very skewed understanding of how awesome we would be. So, like in software, I was sophomore, you were junior. You know, we had spent a, a, a week at the Florida Art Institute. Oh yeah, summer right before my senior, your junior year. We yeah, spent yeah, yeah. The summer down there, and uh, we were just like, "Oh, this is us, man." You know like, what? Like this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna rule the world. You know what is cool about that, or why we ended up in that mindset is, you know, not to toot our own horn yeah. or anything, but that week we were there, we were the coolest people there. Hell yeah. You and I literally, wa- the two of us, nerds, mm-hmm. walked outside and we were like, we got to make friends right now. Yeah. You, what's your name? Uh, Mike? <laughs> You're hanging out with us, Mike. Yeah. You're a new friend. And we Welcome. did that. We're starting a crew, Mike. Everyone that walked out the door, we did that too. Yeah. And by the end of the night, we were all hanging out at the pool. Mm-hmm. And, and all week it was like, oh, there's Gary and Chris, yeah. the dudes. And we were like, yeah. And yeah, whenever like, oh, we're gonna, are, you, are you guys coming? We're like, yeah, yeah, we'll be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, oh, what time are you going to get there? We'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. Don't we worry get, about it. We you, get there when we get there. You show up and then we'll show up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like that. That was just, uh, it, it was it was such an inflating part of who we were. It really like, was. We, were, we got back to Orlando and we're like, y'all don't even know how cool we were, you know? <laughs> one week. And I have video evidence of yeah. just how cool we were for and, one week. And, and it really... Like, we were like, oh, we're going to take on the world. Like, that's our destiny. Our destiny is to go to college together and do this, and we're going to create the next wave of animation and, and art and storytelling. We're like, we're going to be this force that's going to change the world. You Snapdragon. Know? Snapdragon Productions. Snapdragon for life. Yeah, that died. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that lasted a year. <laughs> uh, but, like, like we, were so, we were so into it. It became our persona. It became... Uh, what we lived for. Every night, you and I would would get together and and write stories together, and we would create characters. I mean, you already created characters, but we worked on building this this empire. And uh, we would, you know, the, we had the thought ball. The we thought would, ball. We I told someone across. about this like last week. Oh yeah. I was like, that was like one of my fondest memories of high school was you and I working that shitty job mm-hmm. at give kids the. That yeah. sounds terrible to we say it that way. In the gingerbread house. <laughs> so our shitty job at give our kids sh- the world. But no. it was really one of the best we worked jobs in I ever kitchen. had. It was so much fun. <laughs> it was fun. It was a shitty job, but yeah, yeah, we yeah. made it fun. Yeah, yeah. But we'd get out at what like eleven or something. Mm-hmm. Back to my house, racquetball. The rubber thought ball, ball. and we'd sit on opposite corners and just throw it back and forth because neither one of us could think. Yeah, if we were just left to our own devices, we'd be like, "Hey, did you see that new movie? Or what about this show? Or what about this thing?" But we'd throw that ball and we'd think all night, and then we'd stop. You'd write a note. I'd draw a little picture. Yep, and we'd come up with our shit. We'd act out the whole scene. Yeah, I'd throw the ball. You share an idea. You throw the ball. I share an idea, and we went back and forth. This throwing this ball. Whoever had the ball shares an idea, and we just kept building upon it like that. And I've never had a connection like that with anyone else, you know. Neither. And it's such a it's such a, a beautiful thing. And I think that's just that like, we abandoned. That, yeah, we abandoned. <laughs> 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 Inadvertently abandoned. Uh, we couldn't stick with it, you know. <laughs> Life happens, man. You know, like like shit happens. Ah, oh, sucks. Um, but but like it it, it was it it 
the point of this podcast really helped me look back upon that time because I had to realize like, and I tell the story on that first episode of this podcast of like, I was still so in love with the idea of who I was and what I was doing and what we were supposed to be that even though my life as a human being was progressing further and further and further, I was still married to the idea of like, I'm still going to do those things. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it took Aram being like, listen, Chris, mm. that's not going to happen anymore. <laughs> <laughs> You're way past that. Yeah. yeah. You, you have a, an eight year old kid. I mean, the, it's time to make some decisions, you mm-hmm. know? Uh, I mean, he was younger than I were, but it was like, it, it, it was true. And because and, and to do that kind of lifestyle, to be a director, to be any of that, that, you have to be committed 100% and nothing else around you, you know? Yeah, you got to give up your son. You have to give up your son. You have to give up a family style, friend. Like, you have to be like, this is what I'm doing. This is the goal. And fuck everyone who gets in my way. Leave him at the neighbor's house. Yeah, Off and, and then once you make it or once you do something, that's when you can be like, oh, I met this girl, I met this, and then you have the family after that. I mean, and that was the plan that, that you know, we were talking about we were going to have in, in high school. It didn't work for me. I, I, I jumped the gun on a couple of things. But, um... <laughs> like we're exactly polar opposites yeah, in a yeah. lot of that. <laughs> You're like, I'm going to go to college, and I was like, I'm going to impregnate a woman, you know, and uh, and that's what happened, and and life <laughs> went our different ways after that. I mean, but we still became, we we're still close friends. That wasn't going to change, but it was like, uh, I knew that. All right, in my head, I was like, I'm going to work out this kid thing. He's going to grow up, and then I'm going to, I'm just going to go back and uh, yeah, and, twenty and, years and, from yeah, now, 20, I'll go live my dreams. Yeah, twenty years from now, I'm just going to go, go back. Start. And and start then, and it's gonna be fine because I'll still be young and handsome and, and all that other stuff. You know, it's still very true. With that thick head of yeah. hair, thick head of hair. Mm-hmm. I hate you so much. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah. <laughs> it 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 took a, a lot for me to to hit that breaking point and realize like, oh, that dream is sailed, mm. and I can't I can't follow that anymore. And that's when I realized like, oh, I have to understand now that letting go of that part of myself. Of that part of my ego, that part of that, that that feeling of of I'm uh, I'm invincible, you know, as an artist or as a creator or as anything, and that I still have plenty of time to live these dreams. That's what I had to let go of to be like I need to recreate a ground zero for my art and recreate a ground zero for Chris Rios now because Chris Rios now is not the same egotistical Chris Rios that was coming out of high school that was unstoppable. I, yeah, mm. I mean, yeah, yeah. He, uh, mm. I need to get a uh, visual on this podcast because <laughs> people, you guys see Gary just like squinting and uh, they're like, um, you're kind of still, you can do kind of a method act. Yeah. <laughs> I, Very I, visual. I, mm. I try to be less egotistical or more understanding. I still have Give to believe that. in yourself. You have to believe in yourself. You have to believe that you're awesome. I have to believe that this podcast means something. Otherwise, what am I doing it for? You know? Right. So I had to believe that it's special. For your right? ego. I, I, for my ego, you know, but the ego <laughs> yeah. is a powerful tool. You know, if you didn't have that, like, would you, if you didn't have ego, Gary, would you be able to get in front of hundreds of people at new night and paint naked women? I no longer you know? have ego, but back when I did, that's what allowed me to do that. Yeah. But I mean, you could still do it today. If someone was like, I want you to go paint someone. You know what it is? That's like the one thing in my life where like, I am very much like, no, no, I suck at everything. Yeah. And people are like, dude, that drawing's awesome. I'm like, and, and, yeah, yeah. yeah. But then when it was like, hey, man, you're a really good body painter. I'm like, I don't need you to tell me that. I know. <laughs> like, that's it. <laughs> you're like, yeah, I know. That was how I felt <laughs> during that. It was like, I didn't want to be a dick about anything. You know, it's like when we're doing nude night and mm-hmm. things like that. It's, you know, hey, we're all here and we're all artists. And man, everyone did a great job. 
and we did the best. <laughs> <laughs> Out of and everyone here who down, killed it, that was uh, we did the best. We were number one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but that that's that's a really important part of who we are because I think even even at this point in our lives, we've had to reassess what success is to us and reassess mm-hmm. what's important and reassess how we can still pursue art and, and, and make it worthwhile for ourselves. That's like why I'm not a body painter anymore. Yeah. I mean, no and, and that's what I mean, we didn't even talk about that. But Gary's an artist, by the way. Oh, yeah. You know? yeah we don't talk about you the whole time. <laughs> we talk about us the whole time. All right. But like, but Gary is, is a tremendous artist. When, when, uh, when I went and, and did other things in, in life after high school, Gary went to college. Well, we can talk about that if you wish. Uh, where you went for animation. I went right? for computer animation, computer animation and video game design and came out with a web design degree. And I was like, what the fuck am I going to do with this? I hate <laughs> web design. The fact is, though, even if I got the education that I wanted, um, all I really learned in college was I hate sitting in front of a computer all day. Yeah. I hate this. Mm-hmm. I want to die. Like every <laughs> second, I'm like, I really don't want to do this. is really not for me. Like, and I'm spending a lot of money to to realize to that. To do this, yeah. And I finally did. But, you know, what kind of sucked about that whole, hey, kids, listening, if your parents are like, hey, go to college real quick and do something practical, fuck them. It's the <laughs> one time that you need to just be like, I need, I got to make my own decision on this. Uh, if I had not listened to my parents, I would have started doing makeup either way six mm-hmm. months into college and been like, you know what? Makeup's my jam. I want to go to makeup school. I want to learn special effects. Yeah, That's yeah. what I want to do. And either way, I was going to get that moment. But then it was like, too bad. You're already in there for this. So now you're learning that. And it's like, <laughs> well, for what though? We already spent money. Okay. Yeah. Well, I guess now I'm I have doing a that now. Yeah. really expensive piece of paper at my house that says I'm a web designer and I don't know jack shit about it because I hated every second of it. And not only that, but with the time that you graduated, which was like what, 2006? No. I graduated in 2002. No. Yes. I started college. I graduated high school in 2002. I know. I started college two weeks after high school, and I graduated, and that was in uh, May 2001. I started college in June 2001, and I graduated December 2002. Wow. That wasn't very long at all. I know. I got a two-year degree in a year and a half because I'm fucking smart. Great. (laughs) (laughs) Um. But yeah, man, and then like, but if you look at that, I was like 18 years ago then. Yeah, I was like, 19 when I graduated. The industry is yeah, I was 19 so when I graduated. different <laughs> as far as web design goes. Yeah. So, I mean, like. Uh, I mean, it, I was learning, uh, what was it, Dreamweaver and stuff like oh that. Oh, my gosh. Where it's like, oh, yeah, and you manually put all this in, and then it all makes cool little slider bars. And we were like, look at the technology yeah. that I don't give a shit about. <laughs> and now it's like some punk that's five years old can make one. Oh, yeah. In their spare time on their phone, if they wanted yeah, to. Photoshop alone can 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 do anything that you learned. And mm-hmm. I'm sorry, yeah, that's yeah. I know that's the, that's the <laughs> thing though. It's I spent a lot of money to go to school, learn some Photoshop stuff, and now kids are doing it on their phone. But but where you did find let, let's move past college college you know issues here and there. But uh, you went to uh, you you found enjoy your face after after that right? Like that's where you started working. I was in college when uh, when I started working there. Okay, <clears throat> so like enjoy your face face painting company here in Orlando, and and well, not anymore. Oh well, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sadly, uh, legacy is gone. But uh, that's where you you blossomed with with your face painting and things like that. 
and in general. And that's where you got into body painting as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, all that started from that. Oddly enough, I was the worst one in my class. And that's not like a personal opinion. That is the, mm -hmm. I was light years behind everyone. Everyone else had, you know, learned their basics, started uh, doing the faces for the park they were going to, got all those faces under five minutes, and then started learning faces from other parks when I was still trying to just learn the basic faces for my park. So I'm light years behind everyone. And I'm just like, oh my God, I'm going to get fired. Like, this is a great opportunity. I'm about to make $8 an hour, oh. which let me know, was bananas. At, at, at the time? At like, the time. Because yeah. I, I was making like six. I was about to make eight. And then after my first month, going to make nine. What? I'm rich. Like, You're shut like, it down. God, the, the limitations are endless. It was insane. Plus yeah. uh, full health care and uh, park tickets and yeah, park all that. I, oh, Benefits, man. I'm going to retire from this company. <laughs> like, this is the best thing that could ever this happen to me. This is all I need right here. You know, it, but except now, oh my God, I'm not even going to make it out of training. Except everyone in our 15-person class quit except three of us. Mm. So, of course, they're not going to fire me because I stayed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But eventually, I became the person that was teaching classes there. And uh, I got the... You're like the last kid that's picked on a, on a, on a baseball team. And they're like, ah, oh, we'll take the kid with the helmet. Pretty Get much. Here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, but then I became the coach. Captain? I don't know. Captain coach? I don't know. Anyways, you, that was you, you excelled because you took, yes. you took what you learned there and you became even better. Now, how did you get into body painting from that? It was just someone that was that like, was oh, um, actually uh, Joe's friend. Uh, Joe had a friend that he mm. knew from Universal, uh, Nick Herrera. Oh yeah, just some nobody, you know, yeah, who's a body. Yeah, he calls himself. I think he's the. in the industry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love Nick. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, I'd never heard of him. Uh, I guess he was still pretty new. There was nobody really doing body art in Orlando at the time. And um, he was like, my friend Nick is a body painter. And uh, do you have any interest in doing that? And I went, yeah. So <laughs> yes. uh, he brought me out to meet Nick one night. And Nick was like, do you have any photos? And I said, yeah. So I showed him. And he's like, oh, these are pretty good. And I was like, thank you. So he goes, yeah, uh, come on out with us one night. And uh, I'll show you what I do. I said, all right. So he called me up. We met up to do a gig. And he goes, yeah, I'm painting like two or three girls. I just want you to come by tonight, see what I do, see what it's like being up there and being around it. And uh, then I'll bring you in on a gig one night to kind of assist me. I said, okay, that sounds fine. So I showed up, I come upstairs and instead of like three girls, it was like 12 or 13. Jesus. And he's sitting there just like running around and he goes, dude, do you want to make some money and free bar tab? And I go, yeah. He hands me a white makeup, a black makeup, a brush and a sponge. And he goes, those two need white stockings. Those two need black stockings. That one needs nipple tape. Peel it off, get their nipple hard, stick it on, pinch it around, flatten it out, go. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. So suddenly I'm on the clock. Yeah. And that was like just thrown into the fire. And Nick's over there like painting his ass off. And I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, try I don't even know how to airbrush. I've never held one before. I'm just doing everything manually. But the first girl, she comes up and she's smoking a cigarette. Oh, geez. And I was like, I need to, you know, put um nipple. <laughs> nipple, 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 you. I had to I tape, uh, uh, okay. tape. And she's like, you need to put nipple tape? And I'm like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes so I'm yes. like, all right. So I'm like, all right, here we go. I'm just going to peel this off. And <laughs> do the creepy, like, pervert voices. <laughs> I'm just going to peel this off. Dude, there was, <laughs> it was not happening. Like, the tape wasn't coming the off? The tape would not come off. And then that's when you started So sweating. then she goes, here, I'll get the other one. Picked it up peeled it off, pinched it around, flattened it out. And I'm like, Oh my God. And now it's <laughs> pouring. And then she goes, 
So is this like your first time doing this? And I'm like, no, of course not. Come on. Come on. Come on. Oh my God. Oh my God. Come on. I finally get it off. Oh, geez. And now I got to like, I'm going to pinch your, <laughs> pinch your nipple now to get it erect for when, you know, like a fucking yeah, yeah. doc, I'm Dr. Nipple tape and I got to pinch it and flatten yeah, it out. You're the David Attenborough. Of, Dude, of it was awful. Nipples on nipple tape. So, and the whole time she's smoking a cigarette, like, mm-hmm. Now, you know, like just stand like, mm, yeah. And I'm like, oh my God. After you, that. You got the girl behind her like, oh, y'all can hurt it up already. <laughs> Dude, the thing is though, after that one, every single nipple tape, right off, right nice. off, right off. Just breeze through it. But it's like that one God was like, mm, <laughs> I need to laugh real quick. And you then, need to be humbled real quick, Gary. <laughs> but then, yeah, after that, then I just, I did stockings, stockings, stockings. And he's like, pink gloves on them too. And I'm like, oh my God. So, okay, gloves, 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 gloves. And then I have a photo from that night. I was 22 and it's me, Nick Herrera and Phil Buchanan. And we are at Fusion Nightclub upstairs. They, the two of them look like they just got out of a like Marilyn Manson concert <laughs> and I've got Jinkos and a button down shirt on and a crew cut. <laughs> and, uh, it's the weirdest looking photo ever, but I get done. And Nick was just like, uh, yeah. So, um, I'm going to just start bringing you out on gigs with me. Nice. I was like, okay, cool, man. And the next time he brought me out, he taught me how to airbrush. And the very first thing I did was drop the glass bottle of paint out of the bottom of the airbrush, which shattered on the floor. Ugh. Before I even pulled back the trigger on it. <laughs> so you're like, all right. <laughs> yep, literally. Exactly. It just went pink. And those Jinkos had bright pink makeup like stained into them for however much longer I had them. Because I've worn Jinkos for way too long. Oh, yeah. Far I mean, uh, I still wear cargo shorts. And Denise is like, you're 37 years old. I wear cargo so, shorts. Yeah, high five cargo shorts. I They're need practical. Yes, they're practical. I have an extra pocket for God. stuff. You know, and then like we watch uh, uh, Queer Eye, you know, on Netflix. No. Yeah, yeah, I do. I don't. It's so <laughs> it's, it's actually a really good show. But like the one guy, uh, the guy Tan, who does like all the outfits and stuff, he's like, cargo shorts are for men trying to be little boys. And I was like, this guy doesn't know what he's talking yeah, about, all right? So what if he's on Netflix? Get a real gay guy yeah. out here. <laughs> of course, all the real gay guys are like cargo shorts. Yeah, man. Whatever. You know, fuck it. You know? Yeah. We're, no. we're, we're men. We no. wear cargo shorts. I wear regular jeans and cargo shorts. Car- <laughs> 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 you say it like that. Cargo shorts. Yes. Um, so I, you, you have tremendous talent, dude. Like I remember in high school when we were first doing art together and I was seeing your stuff. You had showed me some of the stuff you because you were into Witchblade and Fathom were like your jam, which mm. are comics from back in the day. Michael Turner, rest in peace. Do they even have like new Witchblade or, or Fathom comics? I don't think so, right? Like, For a while, but they had new artists working on them because uh, when Michael Turner started his own company, he was started working on a different comic, um, Soulfire. Mm. So somebody else continued Fathom, um, and I didn't give a shit about it anymore. As the artwork was so yeah, it wasn't the same. Like the only artist that worked for him that I liked was Talent Caldwell, who had his own style, but he was also Michael's understudy. So he had his level of detail and a bit of his style, but then a bit of his own style in it. Mm. Loved it. Talent Caldwell, awesome. Everyone else who worked for him, shit, shit, <laughs> shit, 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 <laughs> garbage. <laughs> And I was like, God, well, I guess I'm done with Fathom. And, and that's the other thing, too, because I used to love comics when I was a kid, mm-hmm. but I hadn't picked up a comic in years. So when you're like, oh, this is Witchblade and this is Fathom, these are comics that are out now. I was like, holy shit, this is what comics are now? But you know what's crazy about that is 
I didn't read any other comics. I only read those because I liked Michael Turner's artwork. And it, it was, was like it? you you brought me back into like this like that comics were cool still, you know. I'm mm-hmm. like, you misled me horribly. But I mean like uh, <laughs> What? What? How dare you? No, but I yeah, I really fell in love with it. And I started pulling out my old comics again and looking at it. But like when I saw your artwork, like you were the the person who like shut me down because I was like, I do art too. And then you were like, <laughs> Well, here's my stuff. And then I was like, never mind. I don't do art. <laughs> oh, man. That's I was still, like, I that lied. still happens to me now, though. I was like, know? don't look at my stuff anymore. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I'm sorry. I should. You're like, let me see what you drew. And I was like, nah. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but but it, I have to thank you for that because my, my heart was still in it. So I was still like, even though I can't draw like Gary, I have to be able to contribute somehow. And that's where I was like, maybe I can write. Maybe I can create that way. So you led me down that path. And, and that I'm grateful for to you. Uh, because uh, I didn't think of myself as a writer before. I was always like, I'm going to be the guy who draws. And then uh, when met you, I was like, no, 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 no. Uh, he's the drawer guy. <laughs> I have to figure out what else I'm doing in this world. And so that that was pretty cool, man. Um, but like, aside from Michael Turner and, and Fathom, like, what else got you into the art world? Like, where did you where did you find out that that this that art was 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 your god? That art was your your method for life. Uh, being a lonely only child. No father and no friends because I moved a lot. <laughs> I watched a lot. Sad of- origin story from any child in America, and that's uh, pretty much pretty what it was, it. though, man. I I, uh, I really didn't have friends because we moved too much, and I stopped making friends because I was like, I'm done making friends and then moving. Um, didn't have a dad, didn't have siblings, so I pretty much hung out in my room and watched movies all the time. So I watched a lot of Star Wars and Willow and cartoons and. Willow. I know. Yeah, you know, before Lord of the Rings, yeah. we had Willow. We had Willow. And that was pretty much it. There yeah. was like maybe a couple others. And but you know what? After rewatching Lord of the Rings, I'd have to say Willow is probably still better than Lord of the Rings. I love Lord of the Rings. Yeah. I still yeah. love Willow. I know. Yeah. 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 We'll have that. We'll, we don't both have to like the same shit. We right? don't both have to like it. You but know, I, I, I like Lord of the Rings. I like, I like Lord it. of the Rings. But Willow is way more entertaining. <laughs> anyway, that's what I had as a kid. You know, I had Star Wars and I had stuff like that, but it was like, you know, pretty much everything that I was drawing as a kid over and over and over and over and over again was like lightsabers, spaceships, and dragons. And anytime I drew anything with horns, it got crumpled up and thrown away because it was evil. Oh, um, <laughs> So I started secretly drawing like monsters all the time. Like yeah, that yeah, became yeah. like my, I had my little hidden folder of like my like, monster what, drawings. But you draw Gary and you're like, oh, I just drew this clown. He's happy. Mm-hmm. And then like under your bed, you had the other shit. Yeah. That's dope. Literally grab it. What is this? And I'm like, oh, it's like a monster. De-. Like I, I watched like Legend. Yeah. Like, oh. But I didn't draw that guy. But I was like, oh, that looks cool. I'm gonna yeah. draw like this Legend monster. Also more entertaining than Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I'm gonna draw this like monster with horns, bat wings, and he's the bad guy. Obviously, he's the bad. Don't you ever draw <laughs> the devil? And I was like, oh my god. <laughs> So then I was like, your mom is so sweet too. So I like, know you, you know, I know none of you ever believe what she's like until the night you actually saw her blow up and you were like, whoa, yeah, whoa, I'm going to go home. You're like, Hey man, sorry about all the times I told you to give your mom a break. She's actually pretty crazy, <laughs> but no, I mean that stuff used to happen. But then it was just like the, as soon as it got taken away from me, it was just like, well, I'm just going to draw the devil all the time and not tell you about it. 
So that, I would be that like, needs to be a T-shirt. <laughs> call the devil all the time. Well, what was funny about it too was like in the summers I spent with my grandparents down in Fort Myers, and they worked at the church. They were like the groundskeepers. Mm-hmm. So every day, guess where I went? Church <laughs> all day. So what did I do all day? Was draw. And what did I draw? <laughs> the <Demons>. devil. <laughs> but was your grandmother like supportive of that? Like, did she find a joy? I was like, oh, that's nice. No, my yeah, my grandma. So she. Love your grandma, by the way. Really, she made you yeah. eggs. She made me eggs. And uh, she uh, she was, but she was kind of like the same with the horns, but not so much like the, she'd be like, what are you drawing? And I'm like, oh, it's like this bad guy monster thing. He's evil, obviously. He's got horns. And she'd be like, yeah, obviously. He's the bad guy. And then she'd be like, he's drawing a thing with horns? Like, how do you want me to... Like, telling your mom? Yeah. Like, oh, geez, what do, what do I... I do? Like, what do I... And my mom would be like, burn it. <laughs> so, you know, it was a, it was kind of a fine line. But I used to have these little... I remember having these hidden drawing folders of things that, like, I'm not allowed to draw. Yeah. And it's like, these are my, like, my... This is my dark place. And I have to draw that kind of stuff in secret late at night and make sure I put it in the folder and then put the folder in the... Whoops. In yeah, the right. box with the lock on it and bury it at the ocean. <laughs> and then I have to like, Oh, I want to work on that drawing again, fish it up. And then unlock, you know, when no one's around kind of thing. And I don't know. I used to draw a lot of stuff like that, but you know, most of the time when people saw me drawing, it was spaceships, things like that. But I do remember in third grade, every quarter when you'd have the parent teacher conference, my teacher, which imagine you're in third grade and your mom's like, we're going to my boss's party. And you're already like, ugh. Yeah. And then you get there and you're like, guess who I met? Your teacher is my boss's neighbor. So we're friends. And you're like, my life's over. Yeah. <laughs> that pretty much happened. They have each other's phone number now. So every qu- every time I do anything wrong, I'm automatically in trouble. But also, every quarter for the parent-teacher thing, my teacher would hand my mom oh, no. a folder of all the artwork she's confiscated oh. for nine weeks. And every time that thing would be about two inches thick. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and it'd be all these unfinished drawings. And she'd be like, well, here's the thing. This is all the artwork I confiscated from him. And my mom's like, I'm going to kill. And then she'd be like, but, but, but look at his artwork. And then she'd be like, oh, it's actually kind of nice. Yeah. Stop doing it. You know? <laughs> I don't know what to do. You know, and you're like, ah. Uh. Uh, I mean, my mom didn't actually sound like that. That's what she no, sounded no, like yeah. to me. In, in your you head. Know? Yes, absolutely. Like, ah! You know, there's many times where I, I quote my mom when she was younger. And my mom, <laughs> went, one time, she was like, was I really that bad to you? And I'm like, not really, ma, but that's just the memory. Like, that's how it felt. Yeah. You know, when that's I, how it felt. When you were 10, you know, you're and you're like, God, my mom's going to kill me. She was actually going to kill you. Yeah, no doubt in your head. Yeah, no, I'm dead. This is it. This yeah. is my last I'm gonna moment. I'm going to get killed, yeah. Yeah, but you know they weren't going to. But back then, you didn't know. Mm-mm. Today, you know they're not going to. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're not allowed to do anything. They yeah, know that. not a lot of kids bank on that, really. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, get in your room, or what? Yeah, well, I know the law. You're like, God damn it, he knows the law. Uh, Shit. <laughs> damn internet and smartphones. But uh, uh, yeah, I, I think it's so fascinating to to learn how the things that that we were told to stay away from, like we naturally gravitate to. Oh yeah, like we like there's just this pull to it, you know. Well, it's like there's like a door that you're never gonna go in <laughs> until I go. Hey, don't go in that door. Yeah. What's in the door? Don't worry about it. You didn't notice that door before. What's the next thing you're gonna do? Yeah. Exactly. Don't don't go behind that door. That door that you never pay attention to. Yeah. You don't want to see what's behind there. You're like what. 
Well, now, now <laughs> kind of want to do. Trust me. <laughs> you don't. That's one of the worst things. Like, trust me trust on this. Me. You're like, mm, no, mm, I don't trust you at all. No, I don't trust you about anything yeah. anymore. <laughs> kind of questioning all that stuff. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, <clears throat> where did now? Now you grew up. You had all these drawings. You had all this stuff. We created, you know, wonderful things together. Wonderful stories that. Even to this day, I'm like, we can still pursue that, you know, just because the technology. Yeah, I've asked you many times. Well, well you know, where have you been, you know? Here, yeah, doing yeah. nothing. Yeah, well, you know where I am, all right? Yeah, I know. Okay. But you're always like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 we'll get together. We're going to get to it. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. we can get together now. You know where I live. All yeah. Right? Things, oh. are, things are stable now. Yeah. I'm not a manager anymore. Oh. All right. I got time. Whenever you want to get the thought ball out and work on Neomar Saw or whatever else, yeah, I've been you? down for the last 20 years, All bro. Right. Well, I have a garage now. All right. We can go sit in the garage. We'll see. We can chill. We'll see. Yeah. You call we'll me. See. Yeah. I'll you call, call me. I'll call you. Okay. I'm off Monday through I'm Thursday. I'm off Mondays. Every Monday. Every Monday? Every Monday and every two, every, uh, every other Wednesday. What are you and doing on tomorrow? Tuesdays I got off at 10. What are you doing tomorrow? Probably nothing in the evening. Let's hang out. You want to hang out? Yeah. All right, good. All right, I gotta put the baby to bed. Uh, oh, oh, okay. That's like 9 30, mm-hmm. 10. Okay. Mm-hmm. And after that, we yeah. can go hang out in the garage. All right. We gotta be quiet. Okay. We're gonna wake up Denise. Mm-hmm. And she's gonna be like, I didn't get any sleep. You know? <laughs> and then, <laughs> but that's life, you know? But this is our window. All right. No, but I've always even said, like, everyone's like, how come you guys aren't? Because when I tell people about, like, I told someone about, like, Neo Marsala a couple mm. months ago. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, Rios knows the whole thing in his head. I just know the gist of it. But we used to work on this all the time. They're like, well, how come you guys never, like, finished it? And I was like, oh, well, he ended up having a kid. And then he had two more. And then he got married. <laughs> and they're like, but you guys never got back together to work on it? And I was like, well, no. Nah. And well, they were th- like, why? And I was like, I mean, he's busy. He's got a like- bunch of kids. I, I, I got nothing. But it's like, well. You know, and, and and once again, talking about you know, in the first half of this podcast, like management is such it's the worst job for anyone trying to be anything creative in their mm. life because you're not dedicated to you anymore. You're dedicated to this fucking corporation, and the corporations are all corporationy, and they make money. You know, so it's like that's <laughs> it, like all you do. And even like with a family, I was like, oh, I can't be with my family anymore because I have to be a manager for this corporation. And they're like, we miss you. And I'm like, yeah, but you don't get it. I'm a manager now, mm-hmm. you know, and that's kind of like where you get sucked into. So like, even for the longest time, even though the passion of being like, man, I want to hang out with Gary, man, I, I really want to do that. I want to just sit in a car and listen to music. Remember when we did that? Mm. Like that was like one, some of the best nights where we're, we'd park like at, at one of our houses because you were dropping me off and we'd be and like, make out to Nirvana. We'd make, <laughs> we'd make out, but even more so it's like, <laughs> we'd be like, well, after this song is done, I'll get it after this song. Yeah, and it'd be you like know? three hours and then later. Three albums later, we're like, all right, I should probably get it. Uh, I just introduced you to every song Nirvana's ever made that I'm aware of. <laughs> I guess we should go to bed now. I knew Nirvana before you, to be fair. But still, you know, whatever. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. as a general whatever. But it's, it's like it's like that that kind of life evades you the moment you are co-signed to uh, a career. You know, co-signed to a corporation or a business because you don't want to lose the opportunity. You know, you you want to make sure that you know there's you know that clown meme where the guy is getting painted up as a clown, and, and like each step he goes further and further. You never seen no. that meme? Uh-uh. All right, so there's a meme, and it's, it's I, I don't go on the internet very often. Uh, it's a meme. It's it's like a step by step of like a clown putting on makeup. Mm-hmm. So it's a regular guy. He's putting on the base of the white. He's putting on the the triangles on the nose. He's putting on the nose. Then he's putting on the wig. Right. But each time it progresses, there's always something 
like paired with it. So like for Trump supporters, it was like, if Trump does this, then it's all gone. And, 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 and if the Democrats do this and, and that's why America is under attack, you know? And but like for, for like restaurants or even just any business, it was like, if I work hard and it's the guy's putting on the makeup and he's like, and I put in the time and I, sh- I never take vacation pay and I do this, I'll be recognized for all my hard work. And the, the end piece is him putting on the clown. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, and, and that's, that's literally the truth of the situation. Yeah. And, and that's where I had to, I had to be looking at myself in full clown makeup, you know, in the mirror and be like, what the hell have I become? You know, and, and that's what made me be like, fuck this. And I ripped off all my clown makeup and I was like, I'm going to start a podcast and I'm going to start doing art again. And I'm going to create a group called the Reelsverse and, and I'm going to, I'm going to start, I'm going to start doing something, you know? And, and that was me ripping off my clown makeup. And it's like, when I was stuck in that position, at the, all my dreams of what you and I created and all that stuff was in limbo. You know, it, it, it was floating in space somewhere, never to be touched. And even still to this day, I mean, it's still there, but now I'm looking at it, you know? Now I'm looking up at the stars and I'm seeing Neo Marsala fly by. I'm seeing, you know, what 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 your urban fallacy can 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 be and whatever other story we created at the time. Like I see it all up there now. And I'm just like, I'm gonna get to you. You know, I'm building my rocket right now and I'm gonna get to you. You know, and 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 that's where we have true potential to do that now because back in the day, we had to go to we had to go to college to figure out how to animate. We had to do all this stuff. Now I can go on YouTube mm. and be like, how do I animate in Photoshop and, and watch a 15-minute video? And if I just put in and this <laughs> along the same lines of the clown, uh, but a clown that I want to be, you know. <laughs> I want to be this I want to be this clown. Mm. You know, if I put in the time to learn the animation and just practice my craft as an artist, there's nothing stopping me from creating small five-minute clips of Neo Marsala just to create a base of what that world is and who the characters are. And then, fuck, if, if we, you know, if who knows what's going to happen with the entertainment industry because it's all being broken down. And this is something I talked about with Huggy of how, like, there's no big productions anymore. Mm-hmm. There's no triple platinum albums anymore. There's no, you know, uh, movie that that's claiming number one anywhere. They all claim number one. Yeah. If your movie's coming out, it's claiming number one in America, mm-hmm. no matter what. It's number one in the commercials. Yeah. It, it doesn't matter anymore because mm-hmm. small productions, small... Sp- you know, uh, series, you know, internet series, that's the future. That's where people are, are clinging on to. And you're, you have a smaller base, but the people who show up want to be there, you know? And that's where I'm like, we have a future here because if I learn animation or if you learn animation or even we just do like a web comic, we can make Neo Marsala, we, we can bring it to life, you know, we can bring it to life and it may not be the full feature animation film that we saw like Titan AE, you know that what, what oh, man, such a Titan good movie, Titan, such a good movie. If you haven't seen Titan AE, go figure out where to watch it because it's so. Rethink good. your life. Yeah, the movie's amazing. Rethink your life. It's so good. We but, snuck in and saw that what like twenty times. Twenty Jesus. times. We were still. We were like, this is this is us. This is what we, we're we do. did support it once. Yeah. <laughs> and after that, we snuck in every time. We were but kids. God, what a good what movie. Yeah. yeah, we were kids. Yeah. yeah, but it was a good movie. Yeah, everybody else still shit on it, regardless of our money or not. Yeah. We loved um, it. Yeah, we loved we it. We thought that was the future of animation. Yeah, we did. We Boy, did. were we wrong. Well, not so much because it, it's it's coming back, you know, like... Like, like 2D? 2D animation, With yeah. With what? With anything now. Like, if you go on Instagram and you look up 2D motion, 2D animation, a lot of smaller studios are are showing the work that they put in the animation. So they'll show the animation, which is, like, gorgeous, and then they show the breakdown of, like, 
This was hand drawn. And this is this is the future of, of stuff like what Yamil is doing. You know, mm. Yamil has been part of that world of like this is hard work animation and, and it's getting appreciation, it's getting recognition. And well, that's so, good, but it was just more like, man, we were like, this is the future. And then the next thing that happened was Pixar. Oh, yeah, Pixar. And we were like, uh, But even that's getting old. You know, like a lot of people are like, you know, that that's fine and all, but but we've seen it now. You know, like it's peaked. And now there's going to be a, um, a revival of the past, which well, is going like to be. That. It, and, and it's happening. Well, it's starting to happen even with a film. You know, we're getting a lot more to the practical effects now. Thank yes. God they're finally mm-hmm. going back to that and only using computer animation where it's absolutely necessary. Guillermo del Toro was leading that charge. so much better. So much better. You can't deny it. And even with the Star Wars films, they were like, we want this real. Mandalorian. The Razor Crest is an actual thing. Like, the I Razor Crest, that. The, the, the Frog Lady, we watch that episode all the time. The Frog mm-hmm. Lady, I'm like, that's an actual costume that woman's yep. wearing that's not computer animated mm-hmm. and look she's blinking her little bubbles are are, 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 are pulsating when she's yeah, breathing I'm sure some of that stuff is animated which is what they do but for the most part it's an actual it's costume an actual with actual like uh you know motors and rotors and all that stuff in it and it's mechanical and it's like they they had a new drug which was computer animation mm-hmm. you know the industry and they went full hard they they took that crystal meth straight to the eye and they did, you know, the Matrix Revolutions or whatever and, and whatever else mm. animated, uh, computer animated movie they could make to like be like, how far can we stretch this? And then they realized, oh, this looks like garbage. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, they were already too in it. And then even like Pixar had to be like, we need to figure out a way to make this art. And they did. But it, it's still at a point where they're like, this is as far as computer animation is going to get. Mm. So we need to reintroduce something that people can appreciate more because now it's going to be fine art. Finer, it's going to be 2D animation, things like that. I and hope that, so. And that's what's really back. rising. Because that's uh, the thing that you miss, like when you watch the old 2D, I mean, the old Disney, where you could still see the sketch lines mm-hmm. in the anime, especially now in HD. Yeah. And you can see all their little guidelines that they drew when they were drawn, the, and they're there for a second. For like Winnie Boom. the Pooh's the best. Boom. Have you watched the original Adventures of the Winnie the Pooh? Not for a long time, but. But you see Winnie the Pooh, and you can see like still like the crosshairs of, of where they, mm-hmm. they they were drawing his midsection Robin and Hood. things like that. Same Robin thing. Hood, yeah. And you're like, man, that was someone drew that. You know, that's it's and that's beauty. the proof, like uh, to see their handiwork in it in there, all and, the and little imperfections. And of that's it. that's a style that's happening in animation right now because people are like, I want the messy. I want the. That's the, the same the as with music, though. Like mm-hmm. back in the day when they would just. Okay, we're going to record. Here we go. And they start playing the song. You can hear their fingers sliding down yes. the street. You can hear where that drum beat is slightly late. Mm-hmm. You can hear them breathing into the mic. Now with like Pro Tools and stuff, they get rid of all of that. And it's like the soul is completely gone from it. It sounds mm-hmm. like manufacture. I know human beings played this, but it sounds like computer manufactured yeah. music. It doesn't sound like anything real. And that's all gone. Mm-hmm. And part of it is that imperfection that you want to hear. You want to hear the little parts. And you because, want to see the little effort into it. Because I feel like that's part of the dream. You know, mm-hmm. when you have something that's too perfect and it makes you realize like, oh, I don't have the tools to do that. You know, I don't have the tools to make a perfect song. I don't have a recording studio to make a perfect song. I don't have a, I don't have, a, you know, the, the top down camera to properly create this. Or I don't I don't know how to use vector art to make clean, crisp lines. Mm-hmm. And so that just kills the dream for people. People who have a dream and they realize, like, I don't, I don't have the resources. I don't have the, even the capabilities to buy the resources to, to get that. So I'm just going to give up and I'm going to work here. I'm going to become a restaurant manager. And, and that's what really kills dreams. But when they see people 
coming out with with music where you hear that guitar string slide, you know, mm-hmm. where they're they're adjusting to the new note. And when you we see the the crosshairs and 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 lines of sketches on new animations, you realize like, oh, I wasn't wrong. They were trying to push perfection on me, but that's not reality. Reality mm-hmm. are these imperfections, and that's what I love. Wasn't that the thing with art too? Is that like all you will see when you look at a piece of art you did is everything that's wrong oh, with it, and absolutely. everyone else is like, I love this, and you're like, oh, but it's got, and they're like, shut, mm-hmm. just shut up and let me enjoy it. Uh, this is something that Moxie Shenanigans and I talked about on the second episode of, of Paper Crowns, which because she would do a, um, a cosplay. And people yeah, were, I listened to that episode. Yeah, and, and and you know, people were like, "You look so good," and she'd be like, "Ah, the hat's fucked up." You yeah, <laughs> but, that's, but because you know, and it's never going to be perfect. But. And and she she would say like immediately, I would see like the illusion was gone, mm-hmm. and I ruined it for them yeah. because they saw me as this amazing thing. But then when I started pointing out how it was just a costume, then they're like, "Oh yeah, I guess yeah, it is." I guess bad. it is fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> you do suck. <laughs> Go home. <laughs> Get and my so, picture and back. So she she. Learn to appreciate, you know, respect the illusion. Mm-hmm. You know, the illusion is, is what makes it beautiful for someone. So when you, when you do a piece of art and someone goes, that's really good. You have to be like, thank you. I appreciate that. And mm-hmm. no, thank, thank you. I appreciate you. that. And, and back away because if you start pointing, oh, no, this is wrong, then they're going to like, oh, that is. Well, that was kind of like, I don't know if you remember, like when we would all do nude night, I'd finish my piece. And the second I'm done, here's your prop. Here's your thing. Here's your costume is tied and you've got the glitter and the last line is done and I'm the fuck out of here. And I would jump off the stage <laughs> yeah, and like yeah. run out done. into the crowd. And I'm like, I'm done. Like, mm. I don't, I don't want to be up here. I don't want to look at it. I just want to let everyone take their photos. They can talk to me about it afterward. But in the meantime, I'm done. I, I don't mind being in front of people, but as soon as the art's done, I need it to be about the art and I need them to have it. Cause oh, like, I, ugh, I just got to get out of here. No thing. I don't want to bow. I just want to vanish. And now this just exists. Yeah. And that's all I wanted from it, man. And you know, it's like, I can't, if I stare at it, I'm just going to start hating it. I'm just going to start hating it and nitpicking it. And right now everyone's loving it and I need to let them love it because we're the best thing that happened here tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, uh, like to develop that, that thing of like, you know, why we don't hang out, why we don't do this. You know, it, it was it, a lot of my fault because I got cut up with just being like, oh, I'm a human being meat sack that needs to survive as a human being meat sack i got mm-hmm. kids i have a wife i need to make money i have a, i need to have a pension i need to have this i need to have a 401k you know and taking off the boxes of like now i'm responsible for other things so i have to make sure that all these things are in place otherwise i'm a failure as a human being you know what's funny about that what? is that's what happened to everybody except me and then i was like i don't even have any of those things <laughs> i don't have any i wasn't worried about it everyone left because they weren't i was like stop worrying about that and they left and now i'm like oh shit well this i don't is, have any of that this, this is a strong point to where i can say like it's not too late for us you know like it's, mm. n- it's not it's not it's too late it's not nah, no we no, no, should no. just give up and no. go. turn this off <laughs> we're done <laughs> unplug that the mic you know what fun. you just convinced me <laughs> we're the fuck out of here no um no, I'm here to be negative Nancy, man. I got to keep everybody yeah. in check. <laughs> you do always play that part, man. <laughs> I do. Uh, <laughs> I really do. It's natural for me. But it, it, it's not too late, you know, and, and we have to get past all this shit. And those dreams are still possible. So for anyone who was like, how come you do that, Gary? Like, fuck those people. We're, we, we still can. We have to make a, a reapproach. We have to reassess what is possible and then just just do what we can to bring it to life, you know? Mm. So if you want to redo Neo Marsala, we can redo Neo Marsala. Neo Marsala, by the way, you guys are hearing us say that word 
was like an epic pasta dish. Five, <laughs> it's a delicious pasta dish. It was, <laughs> Chicken Marsala, yeah. like Marsala wine. Yeah, yeah. It, it was a, it was like an epic five part movie series. I mean, it, it, it was, it was huge. It's back it, when he and I were directors. Back when we were directors, and it, it, it had so many characters and so many levels, and it was such a, such an intricate world, uh, and we were so invested in it. We would host storytelling parties like yeah like that's when the only that blows my mind i was like people cry people cried when we told them i'm like i'm like we would sit down at a denny's or in someone's apartment and people would gather around like a campfire Mm -hmm. and you and i would tell a story of what what was happening like you'd be telling the story and then i'd have like the artwork of that character and i'm like showing and there was like oh oh that's you know oh that's cyrus it's like in star wars when 3po is talking to the ewoks and oh, like yeah. he's like, and, and Darth Vader, and the baby's like, ah, you know, like, <laughs> like it, it was so funny, and and I, it, it's so crazy to think like I did that one time, and at one time we were so connected to the muse, we were so connect, connected to creativity that we had that power to do that to folks, you know, mm-hmm. and that's something supernatural, you know, like who who can get? Into, I mean, you you still you can still captivate an audience. You get in front of a person, you can tell a story about anything, Gary. I still do that. You still do that, yeah. I told the story of Soul Reaver to somebody at the bar the other night because there was two of us, and they were like, <laughs> and then what happened? And I'm like, <laughs> are you actually listening to me? I'm just trying to kill time. And they're like, yeah, then what? And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, And they're like, you're just really into it. Like, You're selling me on this shit. How do I play this game? And I'm like, go back 20 years ago in time, buy a PlayStation <laughs> 1. PlayStation <laughs> 1. <laughs> but it's like I used to have that gift, you know? But like like a muscle that atrophied, I, I stopped creating. I stopped focusing on that stuff. And now when I had the idea of like, oh, I used to tell someone a story, it's gone. Like I, 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 I have fear about doing that again. Mm-hmm. I don't have the words anymore. You know, the, the breath, the, the wind is not in me to, to, to tell someone, you know, these, these strands of, of epic storyline because I haven't done it in so long. And it's like, I need to get back to that. You know, I want to get back to that. But in order to do that, you have to open up those floodgates again. You got to open up those gates of creativity. Mm-hmm. And so I want to do that, Carrie. Let's do it. Monday nights, let's work it out. We'll okay. figure out something, okay? We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Okay, I'm Don't down. Back out. Don't back out, Gary. I won't. I never have. Gary's going to back out, I've always been down. Gary's backing out. Do you know what it is? Is like the, uh, like with a lot of things, I don't know. It's kind of, um, it's like that's. When someone's talking about relationships or something, they're like, you got to be comfortable with yourself first. Mm-hmm. And when you're in your 20s, you're like, yeah, I know what you mean. And then when you're like in your late 30s, they're like, you got to be comfortable. In your, you're like, you know what the fuck you're talking about, yeah. fucking kid? Get the fuck out of here. You don't understand shit yet. But, you know, it's like one of those things. But then when it comes to like art and everything is kind of how I, how I always really worked best was with a team or a crew. Mm-hmm. It always keeps me focused and driven. And like in high school, like I never had anyone for that until high school and it was you. And then when we all started playing like urban fallacy and everything, and we were all sitting around, we'd have groups of us telling stories about this and then we're done. And then the next night it's you and me alone telling stories about that. And we're working on this thing and we're working on it. And then the two groups would merge again and they'd be like, all right, before we move forward, this is what we were doing while we were away. Yeah. You know, and people were like, oh, okay, we can fit that in this way to the story. But whenever I was alone, I'm always like, I got an idea for this. I'm going to start drawing it. And I have an idea for that. So I have to start building and I have an idea. And then I never finish anything and I Mm -hmm. never get anything going. And then when it came to body art, like that was great because I was working for Nick essentially. Now, when I start my own company, 
I do that and I've got Angel and I've got Tico. And it's like we're a team and the three of us get together and the three of us do our shit together. And look at the three, the three of us are unstoppable. I can't get a gig to save my life, but Angel would go in to a place I talked to twice and be like, I got us a gig on Thursday. And you're like, all right, cool. <laughs> so we go in and we do it. We get everything fucking done. Look at the shit that we made today. Look what we did. And then when we did Nude Night, that was so much fun, but it was year two of Nude Night when it was me and Angel and we have this idea. We're going to do graffiti and we bring in Huggy. Huggy, you know what? You painted in between last year. You want to paint with us this year? Yeah, man, that'd be cool. You know, so Huggy <laughs> comes in and Huggy's in there painting with me and Angel. And the three of us, we got it organized and we're going to bring in Tico to do photography. And you know what? Joe's doing photography and he's killing at it. And he's stupid for no. I hate his guts for never pursuing photography. I still tell him he gets bored. Day. He gets bored. I hate him for it. He's yeah. so good. He's like, was I really good at it? And I'm like, do you think I was lying? Like, mm -hmm. do I want to put effort into just blowing up your ego? Yeah. Like, that's, <laughs> like I don't you know, that'll be great. Put effort into <laughs> making but you then, feel good, you know. And then the icing on it was like, you and I had just made up. And you're like, so like, what's going on? We're like, we're doing this show, Nude Night. And you were like, that, that's cool, man. Is there any way that I can like be part of that? And I'm like, yeah, I don't know what you can do, but be there and help us out. And you helped us set up. And then you ended up emceeing the show. And it was like, <laughs> that's exactly what he needs to be doing. You'd get up on the stage. You're dancing with the girls. You're having a fun time. You're getting the audience. Anytime the audience kind of went away and moved on to other things, you're like, I'm going to go grab and be right back. And you'd always bring them right back to the stage. Like we were the center of the universe mm -hmm. and I didn't have to talk to anybody because you yeah. talked to them before. <laughs> Everyone got to focus. I remember on that was the one point you were at. like, I really don't want to talk to anyone. So if you could just do that. Right. And I was like, I got you. Yeah. And you're like, <laughs> I could talk to people. <laughs> I told them that we use this kind of makeup. Is this right? And I'm like, close enough. And you're like, cool. Yeah, I'm going to roll with that. <laughs> cool. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> but you know, the thing was, that was, man, I look back on those couple of years where it was that full crew. Mm -hmm. And that was like, the prime for art and for fun. Like we didn't make a set. You, Nude Night no, no cost money. us money to yeah. do every year, <laughs> but we looked forward to it and it was a blast. And we have these amazing photos and videos and all this stuff. And then like Angel got married mm -hmm. and then he wasn't doing it anymore. So, all right. So me and Huggy are still going to do it. But then it was like, well, hey guys, I'm available this night, but not that night. Mm -hmm. And then Tico's available that night, but not this night. And Joe's only available on this one night. And it's like, well, we'll kind of figure it out. And then the next year it was even less. And yeah. at one point it was literally me and Huggy showing up to paint. And I was just like, I like you. Like, I like working with you, Huggy, but this is not. Yeah, I'm not having fun. This isn't the same. Yeah. It's not the party. It's not the party yet, but it's not the, the giant group effort where we're all working. We're all motivating. We're all, you know, I don't have Chris yelling at me for not being out on the stage yet. Like, yeah. you said 10 minutes. It's been 20. And I'm like, 10 more minutes. No, yeah. no you got to get out. Yeah. You know, people are walking by yeah. giving up. Yeah. Like, we don't have that now. And it's, it's just literally you and me coming up with an idea, painting it, and then we're done. And then that's it. That's the end of the sh yeah. that's the end of the night. And I'm like, I don't even want to paint more than one person. Yeah. And now that one's done, and now I'm done, and I'm just gonna walk around. I yeah. don't have a crowd. I don't have photographers. I don't have Rios doing the aqua boogie. I don't have <laughs> any of that stuff, you know. And it's it it just it just wasn't fun. And no. then outside of that, 
because there were so many of us now that did it, it drove the price of body art down, killed the industry, had a fight tooth and nail for a gig, didn't trust anyone. Like when we did that that uh that first one with the graffiti, mm-hmm. you know, I forgot what year that was, like twenty two thousand eight. That was two no, not two thousand eight. No, no, Could was, not no, no, no. 2013 no, was the 10, year I did the No, it, it, was it was definitely like two, 2011 or, or 20. It was 2011 or 12. Yeah, or Something yeah. like that. Because I had met Denise. Denise modeled for us. Yeah. That, yeah. And, you, so, and, she was, and she was new. Yeah, yeah. And that, that, <laughs> that was like 10 years ago or so. So it was like, that was that was like the pinnacle of like our creativity. You know, like I felt mm-hmm. un- when I was on that stage with you guys, and even though the one we did afterwards, I was like, I feel like this is, this is a springboard for for who we're going to be like, we can still turn this, this around, mm-hmm. you know, but then, you know, like I said, life happens and everybody just got caught up in, and just trying not to fail at being human beings. Yeah. Because when it comes to surviving or art, you know, you have to be like, Oh, I had to survive. Art has to go to the wayside because that wasn't paying the bills. That was that mentality you know? of the, of like, guys, no, no, if we all stick here, yeah, if we, we all just together, we can make it stay here. We can. And then everything was gone. And, and then and, I was like, and we were fools for not, for mm-hmm. not listening and not telling me. And, and that's what I'm saying. Like when you're like, Oh, it's too late for me. I'm like, it's not because I understand when you're alone and you don't have that backup, that's where you're like, Oh, I can't do my art because there's no one there to support me. You know, like even with, uh, with Instagram now, like I, I, I'm constantly seeking out new artists and being like, Hey, we can support each other. You know, I can help out. We're stronger when we work together because I can pull ideas from this artist and that artist. And then I combine their worlds. And I, I reintroduce two artists that didn't know each other prior. And I'm like, this is what is possible, you know? And then there, there's more people on my Instagram, just, just communicating and, and, and creating this, this opportunity. And I keep telling them, I'm like, we're better artists when we work together. Let me tell you this. Um, reading and or posting things on Instagram and social media is the hardest struggle of my fucking life. I hate <laughs> it more than anything else. I would burn social media to the ground in a heartbeat without even thinking about it. They'd be like, hey, do you want to burn this shit to the ground? Let's do it. Yeah. And let's and yeah, I, yeah, I yeah, light it on yeah. fire. I hate it because <laughs> I hate doing it. I can't, how you get, like whenever I'm, my phone goes off and it's like, there's a new post from the Rios verse. And I'm like, how, how does he know to do it? Like when I finish a drawing, I'm like, I can't wait to see my friends and show them my artwork. Cause it's my first instinct is not to post it on social media. Oh yeah. It's like days later when someone's like, did you post it on Instagram? And I'm like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's a thing. That, yeah. And then I do that. <laughs> And then I'm like, oh God, like it is not an instinct to me. And it drives, I'm not made for this world. I am my grandfather's you're, son, you're, which you're, sounds funny when I say it like that. I can say that you're, you're a very old fashioned artist Ooh, because like man. you, you're very much like, I don't want to, it's almost like you don't want the recognition. Like you don't want people telling you that, that you're good, you I know? Don't, and like, and I think it was like, I need, <laughs> I need to hear that because if I don't have someone being like, you are, you're you know, so good. No, no, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> you're no, the best. But because if I, 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 cause same thing, once I get out of management, all my all my support that I had at the time of New Night, or even like just like uh, the friends who I had, and you know, we're talking ten years later, they've all moved out of state or gone elsewhere. And people who thought I was a tremendous artist back then, they're no longer around. Mm. So I'm like, how can I try to be an artist if I don't have anyone who still thinks I'm good at it anymore? 
you know, even, even my, my kids, they forgot that I, I did art. Remember you telling me you that know? that was heartbreaking. It is heartbreaking, mm. you know, and they're like, oh, yeah, we forgot you were an artist. And I'm like, what the Ouch. fuck am I doing in life? If my my kids don't even know that I do art, you know, so it was like I, I needed to find that audience mm. and it was hard. But now, like, it, it's it's easy for me to, to pick up 20 followers in a day because I'll post artwork and I'll use the right hashtag and I share it with the right person. And they're like, this is awesome. And they share it with another person and they know another artist who likes it. And they're like, oh, you're you're really awesome. And I'm like, thank you. I remember when I posted that first picture of Raziel and you were like, Gary, add all these hashtags. And I'm like, ah, <laughs> but, isn't it enough that I posted it? I got to no, write shit not. now. It's not. You have to do it because oh. that's how people find you. Like People are always looking for something new. The, the world is looking for something new. And, and if you're not using the hashtags, if you're not marking your art as like hey you need to look at this then all you're doing is taking a, a piece of paper and putting it on a wall and is it like a away. night class for this stuff because it's like i, I can't can, i do i didn't even learn anything i i was Ugh. i was just like all right what works i want someone to look at this because i would post something and you get like six likes and i'm like that's not gonna work you know so how do i how do these how does this shitty art i just saw get 200 likes and my stuff that i put 10 hours in doesn't get anything and so I had to figure out, like, what what am I doing wrong? What what am I doing that's not grabbing the attention? Mm. And I had to break it down. I had to learn, like, okay, you have to post a hashtag this way. What are the best hashtags? You know, just link something. If I'm posting food people, I need a hashtag, you know, great food, you know, because that has 10 million thousand people looking it up today. It's also a lie. You know, well, no, it's food people, you know. Oh, I thought you meant in your art. Like, you mm -hmm. did that food art. I What do you mean? The drawing you did with the food people. Yeah, the Miami rice. I thought that's yeah. what you, I thought that's what you were like referring to. No, yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, okay. <laughs> but it's not a lie. Great food. Yeah, it is great food. You know, <laughs> but the thing is, like, someone who's who's looking up, like, if I if I type like food porn, you know, which is typically photographs, you know, and and people are gonna like see like this super awesome burger and they're like, man, I want to eat that. You know, fat people. And yeah. then like they scroll up and then the they people see... that scoop the chicken out of the chicken noodle soup at Sweet Tomatoes. I Rest can't. in peace. <laughs> I suppose. Oh, you never watched that? No. Dude, what I love. I used to go to Sweet Tomatoes all the time. I, like, I love Sweet Tomatoes. Okay. You ever eaten there? Uh, no, I I know of Sweet Tomatoes. Oh, okay, so when you walk anymore. in, it's yeah, but when you walk in, it's a salad bar. Yeah. And there's no meat really at the place. They have the giant salad bar, and then they have like a baked potato bar, and then they have like you know some pasta and stuff, and then they have soups. But there's not really any meat. There's some like bacon for the baked potato and stuff, like mm -hmm. little bacon crumbles and stuff. But the only actual like meat that's in the restaurant is chunks of chicken in the homemade from scratch chicken noodle soup. So one of my favorite pastimes was to be at Sweet Tomatoes and watch fat people who are, quote, <laughs> eating healthy, go to the chicken noodle soup, and they would literally scoop chicken up on the side, oh, really? drain all the drain soup off it, wow. and lo load it on their plate. So then if you're like, oh, I kind of want a bowl of the chicken noodle soup, it would only be noodles and broth and veggies and wow. no chicken. Because some fat fucking tub of shit who's <laughs> scooped all the chicken out of the soup because it's the only meat that's the, so funny their plate would be chicken like not like seasoned grilled chicken the thing is chicken like, that's been <laughs> soaking in broth and then a baked potato with a pound of butter i on guarantee it. you if green tomato or the green tomatoes sweet, tomatoes. sweet tomatoes if that if that was still around you could make like <laughs> you could make like three thousand three hundred thousand dollars a year Having a video, having a YouTube channel of just, just watching. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
scooping the chicken out of the soup. Dude, it was the fuckest like Saw this guy today. Cause like <laughs> I used to go there with an old girlfriend of mine, and we're sitting there, and I was like, Oh yeah, I love watching the fat people eat the chicken. I love fat people eating the chicken. And they're like, That's so me. Why would you even say that? They're trying to eat healthy. And I'm like, No, you're they like, are it's not. The truth. Watch. They're going to the healthy place and finding a way to eat shitty. Wow. But say they eat healthy because they're at the they're at sweet tomatoes. And she's like, No. And then we go and we're eating and we're eating, but I'm like looking off to the side, you know, like I'm waiting. <laughs> and she's like, what are you looking at? I'm like, here's I'm waiting. One, here's one, and then here's I'm like, one. and I'm sitting there and she's like talking. No, no, no. And so we're talking. I'm like, there it goes right there. And she's like, Gary, I do Oh my God. And it's a dude like scraping the spoon up. This <laughs> and then all the noodle and sauce and sauce, the soup so, sauce, sauce, broth, <laughs> the soup sauce, all like rolls off the spoon. And they're just ladling chicken. They had a full plate of chicken. Wow. That's crazy. And then a baked potato with a pound of butter and all the bacon. Cr- Every bacon crumble <laughs> in the restaurant is on this one baked potato. <laughs> Healthy. You know, it's like, Jesus Christ. And then I'm like, there it is. And they're like, I hate when you're like, <laughs> validated because you rub it in forever. Just, That's one I, thing I, I you and I, I will wanna, share I is we love point, to be smug when we're right. Uh, I just want to point out how like we just went on like a 20 minute tangent <laughs> chicken soup. <laughs> <laughs> and we were talking about hashtags. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I can't wait to come back and like hear how that happened because I don't remember how that happened. Uh, okay, we're talking about. Uh, I mentioned food porn. You're like, oh, like the people who fucking. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what it was. <laughs> was. If I use the hashtag food porn, like people will be looking at great photos of food. Yep. But then they'll come across my drawing, you know, and Correct. it'll take it'll take their name because out of like all the hashtag pictures of uh, of really delicious looking food, you're gonna see. The one thing that stands out, which is my my drawing, mm-hmm. and my drawing is they're gonna be like, oh, I I I was looking at picture for food, but this looks interesting, and they're gonna click it and like it and whatever. And so like that's that's how you have to think when you're trying to like I have to build a bigger audience. So I, I want to make sure my 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 picture gets recognition, even if it's from people who weren't looking for art, because it, even if I get a like from those people, what it's gonna do is that Instagram is gonna recognize like oh this 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 picture is getting looked at. And so it deserves more more people to look at it. And so when people are just discovering, like when you go on Instagram, you go search. It pulls up random images that you might like. Mm-hmm. And so if your picture is performing well, it'll go ahead and take that picture and be like, oh, this picture got, you know, 100 likes in the first 30 minutes. So let's let's throw that up there and see if it does better. Because they want people to discover content on their pro. That, that's what Instagram does. Discover content is what you're supposed to do. So if you have content that's doing well, it's going to help you get discovered more, you know? Now, the thing is, is, you know, I'm not a girl uh, who's doing cute dances or anything like that who will get like, you know, 50,000 likes within the first 30 minutes, which Mm -hmm. is crazy. You know, I'm an artist who's drawing stupid food people. (laughs) Food people. Like Miami Vice, you know? So (laughs) it's like, I I know I'm not going to get that audience, so I had to figure out whatever I can do to get whatever audience I can. Fat people who fish the chicken. Fat people who fish the chicken out of the soup and green tomatoes. (laughs) People who go hashtag green tomatoes and reminisce about all the great chicken they used to drink out of the soup. (laughs) (laughs) You you know what? Here's what Instagram is like for me. This is a thing that happened a couple weeks ago. Like right now, I'm trying to build my digital portfolio Mm because I'm still learning because I've only been doing digital for a year. 
I'm not ready to be taking commissions. I know this because I've had a couple people ask me for commissions and I was like, yeah, of course I'll do that. And I was like, I can't, I don't, I no. can't, it's not going to happen. And so it didn't happen. So I'm just posting things as I do them as I'm, cause I'm kind of just learning. So I've posted that picture of Alden with the sword. Mm. It's the first thing I've done that I'm like really, really proud of. And it's it. amazing. Yeah. Thank you. But I posted it up and I get a couple, like a bunch of likes on it. Not a ton of likes, but a few likes from some new people. One guy likes it, and I see I got a message on Instagram. So I go to Instagram. Or I go, oh, I'm on Instagram. Yeah, so yeah instead, you're on Instagram. You know, whatever. I go into the messages, and it's from this guy. And he's like, hey, man, I really love your artwork. My wife and I would like to commission you for it. And I didn't even finish reading it. And I went, ah! And I just, like, exit out. <laughs> and I was like, ah! And then I like panicked. Like I didn't know what to do. So I never even responded to it. I just left it hanging. Wait, you didn't answer like, like, oh, oh I'm sorry, even, I'm not taking commissions. At I, this knew, time. Well, I was also at work at the moment, but it like <laughs> freaked me out because I was like, I don't even know what to say to him. And I was like, okay, I gotta wait and think about what I want to say. Cause like I don't I don't want to take it. But it like I, there's like a panic about it. I don't mm. know why. It's like you ever hear like your phone ring and you're like, huh. No, yeah. I don't even want to answer it. Like mm-hmm. I'm terrified. It's just like from Chris. And I'm like, uh-uh. <laughs> I don't know what he wants. No. He might want anything, you know, and you're like, Shh. no, I'll call him back. You know, like <laughs> you're also like one of like five people in Florida that call me Chris. You yeah. Know? Cause you're like, Chris. Yeah. I'm Chris. <laughs> but I'll be like Rios. I, don't know, I only Rios. started calling yeah, you Rios because Joe was calling you Rios all the time. So yeah. I was like, oh yeah. Rios. You're still on my phone. Like it's, it's, if I'm talking to about you to other people, I call you Rios. But if you're in the room, you're Chris. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. That's but anyway, yeah, no, I panicked and I backed out of it. And then I was like, I got to wait until I'm comfortable to send him a message back that says no. And then like. And it's been two years. It's been a month. <laughs> it's been a month. And I realized yesterday, like, oh, shit, I never emailed that guy back. And then I was like, oh, well, too late. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can't do it now. But I'm he, like, oh. he gets it. I just panicked. I just fucking panicked about it. But that's how I get about that shit. Like, I want to just post and then be like. Go, yeah, walk away. Go, from go me. be art. Uh, go just exist. Yeah. One day, this will be famous, and I'll have been dead for like a hundred years, or not. You know, which yeah. is fine. Or he misses. <laughs> <laughs> the Lord must really have it in for that little boy. <laughs> um, but I mean, you 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 have tremendous potential. You know, when it comes to Instagram, like that's a it's a tool. To build a, a bigger base for yourself. If I learn Instagram. If you learn. It's easy. You'll I just, it. I only just started Instagram. But like for you, it must feel one in particularly weird because uh, as far as getting back into art, because you've been invested in body art for years now. And then you were just like, I don't want to do it anymore. I'm retired. You know, what was it because it just got oversaturated? Like the business? It was a mix of a bunch of things, man. It was, um. It got to a point where a it's at its most basic. The most basic real reason is yeah, it was oversaturated. I was fighting tooth and nail to get gigs, and if I got a gig, no one wanted to pay me anything, mm. you know. And then the last couple gigs that I had that were paying me, yeah, they're paying me. But then after a while, it wasn't even getting fun anymore. And then I had to start dealing with people kicking me out of gigs because. I don't want to sound like I'm too much, but a lot of, I'm, I hear shit around and people are I, a quote for back of a lack of a better word, quote, threatened by me. Threatened. Threatened. Not by like my violence because I'm so violent and terrifying <laughs> and, and, uh, you know, uh, masculine 
just the pit. I'm going to fucking Adonis over here. But, um, yeah. <laughs> no, it was more like, um, I'm doing a gig and so-and-so is upset that how come you given Gary that much time to do this? And we only get this much time to do this. And they're like, well, Gary gets the same amount of time. He's just better than you. <laughs> and it's like, oh, fuck that. Well, then one day that person's in charge of the gig and guess who's oh. not invited back. Uh. Like stuff like that was happening to me all over. And then it got to a point where, well, I need help with a gig. I got to hire somebody. And then that person would steal the gig from me. Uh. So then it was like, well, now I don't trust anybody. Yeah. Got to a point where I trusted Huggy and I trusted Felisa. And those are the only two people in the entire body art industry that I trusted or that would come out on a, like, you know, I'm not gonna be like, Hey Nick Herrera, like, yeah, do yeah. you want to come out and do this stupid body art gig? Yeah. I know a, you were just on Netflix. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Like, so it's, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not talking about like people at, that were got to be at his level and stuff, but like the people around here that were just like, you know, the hired guns of body art, like mm. we go around, we would do gigs at bars and clubs and things like that. It got to a point where I trusted Felisa and Huggy and that was it. And anyone else I didn't, I mean, people would steal shit from me at gigs I went through somebody, like I have this green makeup. It's the last of this green makeup on mm -hmm. the planet. It's gone. It doesn't exist anymore. The minerals for it are used up. Wow. And so me and Kurt have the last two of these on the planet. And uh, I'm very, very careful with it. Mm -hmm. Like when I use it, how I use it, because once it's gone, it's gone. So somebody was like, hey, can I borrow that green? And I was like, yeah, but I need it back. Because it's the last of that green on the planet. And he's like, seriously? And I'm like, yeah. And he goes, oh, don't worry, man. I'll give it back to you. And then it disappeared from the table. Hmm. So when he went to the restroom, I just went to his grip box. And someone's like, yo, that's so-and-so's. And I go, yeah, you can watch me. Give me a second. Opened it. Pulled the top tray out. Got to the bottom. And there it was. And hmm. I took it out. And I put everything back. And I go, this is mine. It's the last of it on earth. And I took it back. And then I put it back in my trunk, which I put a lock on. Hmm. But I'm like, you stole from me on the like at the yeah. table a makeup. Yeah, I get it. But it's so like he makeup. used it and gave it back to you. And no, then he after used that point, it, and then after he was done, when I had my back turned or something, put it in his grip he box. Stashed it away. And then I asked him, like, "Yo, where's that green?" He's like, "Well, I gave it back to you." And I'm like, "Where's it at?" Wow. Well, it's not there. And I'm like, "No." He goes, "Well, I put it right there, bro. I don't know." So I'm like, "Okay." And he's like, "I'm going to the bathroom." And I'm like, "You do that." And then I opened up his grip box and there what it was in the bottom. Fucking world, man. I had no idea it got that twisted. This out is there. how sick it got. I mean, I'm talking like, you know, five, oh, five. Yeah, maybe five, six years ago is when this all started kind of happening like that. And it just got to a point where I'm like, you know what? No one likes me. Yeah. It's like they unionized against you. Like. Yeah. I'm like, I got kicked out. No one. And that's that was the kind of funny thing was the guy that was running the like Earth Day birthday show mm -hmm. came up to me at an event one year. And he's like, hey, man, how was Earth Day birthday this year? And I was like, what do you mean? And he's like, how was it? And I go, are you fucking with me? And he's mm -hmm. like, why do you say that? And I'm like, because you didn't have me. Yeah. And he's like, well, I was out of town. I was in uh, Hong Kong. So I had so-and-so run the show. And I go, well, so-and-so didn't have me. And he goes, well, your name was the first one on the list of people that I wanted to be there. Wow. And he goes, and I was like, well, well I wasn't. It, yeah. And when I tried to contact everyone, no one got back to me. Apparently there was a new Facebook group chat started for the thing that I was not a part of. Mm. So that when I was sending them, they weren't going to anybody. And uh, he's like, well, I had no idea because you were supposed to be there. That's why I asked. I'm sorry, man. I'm going to figure this out. And then the next year I wasn't back either. So yeah, I was yeah. like, all right, you know what? No, guess they figured it out. 
I just don't uh, give a shit anymore. And I don't trust anyone. And I got really tired of being that way. I got tired of like going to parties and going to events and looking around and be like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, <laughs> fuck you, fuck all of you. What's up, Mike? You know, like, thinking, yeah. what's up, Huggy? What's up, Felisa? And fuck everyone else in this room. That's Because all of you are pieces of shit. And I didn't want to feel that way anymore, you know? No, and yeah. so now I don't have to, I quit doing what I loved and now it doesn't bother me anymore. <laughs> I guess that's one way to get through life. <laughs> but no, but that was ultimately, so after all the other negative things I'm saying right now, you know, mm. there was no longer money. It was a struggle. People were backstabbing. It was getting twisted. It was getting crazy. And there was just no more love in the industry. At the end of the day, the couple of gigs that I did have that I was doing by myself, I just wasn't even having any fun anymore. Mm. I mean, when you have a friend of yours who's smoking hot and they're like, Hey, can I come over to your house this weekend, get naked and you paint me and do, you know, take photos of me for my portfolio and yours. And you go, I really don't want to waste my Saturday doing that. <laughs> then you're like, wow, the love is completely just gone. All yeah, the yeah. passion, the passion and love for it was just completely fucking gone. Do you find yourself missing it all? Have you ever like, found a day where you're like, I wish I could do that. I don't miss any of the aspects of it. I miss Doing nude night with the crew. Yeah. So like, remember last year when we had that moment where like, we're going to do it. If we get the crew back together for one last ride at nude night. And I was like, only if Angel shows up and Angel mm -hmm. was like, I'll let you know. And then I was like, Angel's not letting us know. <laughs> it's too late. Angel's and, uh, not going to do it guys. But that was the thing. It's like, dude, when we first were like, you guys want to get back together and do it one more time. I got a boner from that. Like mm -hmm. it was like, Oh yes. One and, you more. Know, what's funny is that it would have been the last time too, because mm -hmm. you, who knows when they're going to do anything like that who ever knows? again yeah. in the future. That would have been the last ride. You know, it would have been like the last ride for sure. But I have like, you know, I have friends now. If, if any, it's not like I won't do a body painting. Mm -hmm. Like if I have friends who it's like, it's Halloween or it's whatever, Hey, I'm going to be this for Halloween. Can you body paint me with my costume? You know, can you do this? Absolutely. Yeah. But I'm not looking for gigs. I'm not hunting for it because it's just a nightmare for me now. I hate it. <laughs> and I, I dude, I really hated who, who I was and how I felt like I didn't trust a single person. I couldn't hang out with anybody without thinking about what you did to me or what you might be plotting against me, or I see you hanging out with so-and-so and after you told me you hate so-and-so and you got my back, you know, and they're yeah. hanging out and it's like, I don't like this. Yeah, I don't want to do with that. I don't like any of this, man. And I just want to just be, I just want to So part of the, part of that healing process, man, like what is it, what is it for you? Because you're saying you've done much better. You, you've gotten this, like, what has that healing process looked like as far as, you know, a, a creative, a, a brilliant creative as yourself, who is just trying to grow past that? Like, what, what have you done to... To, to get there. It wasn't really like a healing from it. It was more of like I stopped the bleeding. Okay. <laughs> I like that. that. No, no, yeah, yeah, it does. It does. So Absolutely. I stopped the bleeding and now I'm still laying in this medical bed for a really <laughs> long time. Like that's what it's been. You know, the, the thing is right after that pretty much happened, it's been kind of like a, oh shit. I also like, I got to get out of my job and get something better because this place is either going under or also I'm not going anywhere with it and I can't keep doing this. So I got another job and then I was working different hours and then I was working more and things were always like changing, mm -hmm. but I'm always like struggling to just, I really wish I could get on my goddamn feet. I'm not asking for like figure all my shit out. Mm -hmm. I just want to like, okay, I'm finally standing again. Yeah. Now I'll, I'll take out my pad and start to draw. 
And now I'm just like, fuck it. I got to draw while I'm bleeding. Like that's, <laughs> like, that's just how it is. Like, I can't keep not doing it. Like the only reason I even got this was because the girl I was dating who, who did digital, my tablet, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. pointing at it. Like the, the people, yeah, list, the world are, yeah. you can hear what I'm pointing at. Yeah. It's my tablet. <laughs> But, uh, you know, I was always gonna get one. I was always gonna, gonna, gonna get it and never got it because I didn't know what to get. But dated her and she's like, yeah, get this. I'll teach you how to use it. And I was like, all right, I got it. And she was like, peace, I'm out. And I was like, yeah. oh, fucking bitch. So <laughs> <Cool>. anyway, <laughs> at least I got it. So now I have it. So now I feel obligated to have to do it. Mm-hmm. And it's Well, been... that's a pain too. You don't want to feel obligated. Well, no, 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 no. It's more, it, that, that's a kind of a poor choice. Yeah, it, yeah. There is like a, at the beginning it was like, I can't hide from this thing. Cause the thing is I mm. got it. And then I was like, I have to do so. I just paid all this money for this really expensive, you know, sketchbook. What am I going to do with it? Mm. And then COVID happened. And then I just stayed up for days and days without sleeping, just drawing nonstop. I wasn't drawing anything good, but I was drawing, I was learning, I was figuring out and now I'm drawing on it. You mm. know what I mean? Now it's actually my thing. Now I have, some kind of small time goals with it, like immediate goals, which I haven't had goals in years because my goal is always pay the rent this month, (laughs) you know, get my car paid, Mm -hmm. uh, help my girlfriend out with whatever stupid fucking problem she's having right now. Fucking stupid girlfriend. Some stupid insignificant (laughs) bullshit that she's turning in. You know what I'm talking about into a panic (laughs) and I got to be there and be her anchor. And then the one time I'm like, oh, I'm having a rough day. She's like, it's over and bail. You know, it's like, there's always that shit going on and then i was just like like the last time it happened i was just like yeah i'm good i'm good with this yeah i think i'm gonna go i think i'm gonna go and i don't think it's working out good yeah (laughs) good good yeah yeah (laughs) bye-bye heard that well i mean like so you said goals man that it's a very important word like what are your goals moving forward like because because i i really do feel like if I'm going to recreate any kind of happiness as far as a creative, like I, I want you to be involved uh, on some level because we've always helped each other. You know, we, we've always, even just uh, creatively, you know, with our imaginations, just saying like, I had this idea and you go, that's fucking cool. And I go, mm-hmm. all right, that's cool. That's all I needed to hear. You know, that's fucking cool. That, that, that's all, that's all the, the love I needed for that to know that this is something that, that can be pushed forward. Yeah. And you need that. So, I mean, like, I, I want to be that for you. And it's like, what what goals are you speaking of when you're saying, I have goals now, something that I want to, I want to commit to? My goals right now are to get a drawing done mm. in one day. Yeah. That's my biggest goal. It's a master goal. Yeah. That's my master goal. I am envious, jealous, and confused by everyone who has ever been like, my dream is to be a... My dream is to do a, because if you said, what is your dream? If you could do anything right now, what would it be? I'd be like, I'd probably get a sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> and that's my goal. Like, that's my dream. Today, is- a bomb ass sandwich is really all I But need. if you're like, no, down the line, you could have, you could just pick the scenario that you want to be in 10 years from now. What would it be? I do not know. Mm-hmm. I have no fucking idea. I don't have a direction for it. I know... In the immediate, I need to get to the point where I can do a drawing that takes me a month in a day. Yeah, And I need that because I know it's possible because Dave Greco does it every day. Every day. Every day he does it. Masterpieces. Yeah. Like like some of you are like, oh, that must have taken years. 
You know, and he's like, oh, no, no that was a day. Wednesday. Yeah. There's an artist I follow, uh, Ink by Olivia, and she does just ink art, you know, mm-hmm. uh, just micro pens. And she committed to, she was like, I made one goal for myself, and that's to do one drawing every day. And she does these very small drawings, but it's it's of it's of crazy crazy things of of concepts in her head of like mm-hmm. a frog on a moon or or you know uh, uh, sunflowers coming out of a trumpet you know but it's it's gorgeous and it's beautiful and she's like I had to set this limitation for myself of like I want to do a drawing per day but I can't do these extravagant pieces or or a fully detailed piece mm-hmm. and I go what is going to be comfortable for me to do one drawing a day and it's just these ink drawings and they're phenomenal. And she's like, this has become my art. And not only that, but it's become the expectation of my fans to see this drawing every day. Mm. And so this is where I've fallen. And this is where I'm proud of myself. And I'm like, I'm jealous of that. You know, like I'm so jealous of someone who can be like, oh, I just want to do an ink drawing one a day. It's a small thing. And and this is who I am. And Mm. and she's got, I think, like 20,000 followers now. Because I think more so than the art, it's just the appreciation of someone who's just been like, this is the goal I've set for myself, and that's what I'm going to do. You know, so when you say, uh, I just want to be able to draw one drawing, come start to finish, be happy with it in, in one day. And not like draw that every day, but just one day, just sit down and, and finish it. I'm like, respect, man. Like, that that's a real goal. It's all I want. You know, because that's, and, and, and that alone, you do that once, twice. By the third time, you're like, I'm, I'm happy that I can do this. And that's where you expand upon that goal. Was it the degree too? Is that like whatever I might, wh- whatever I might be happy doing with this, because I don't have goals, <laughs> will involve me needing to be able to do that in one day. Yeah. Which Dave Greco does, and he'd be like, "Oh, masterpiece." It's not like, "Oh, look how good I am. I did this in a day." It's like, "Oh, that's what the industry demands." Mm-hmm. Oh, you want to go be a concept artist? Yeah, that sounds really cool. Gotta be able to do this in an afternoon, bruh. And you're like, "Oh." How long has it taken you? Like two months. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to have to narrow that down a little bit. For sure. Into about six to eight hours. And then you're also going to have to be able to make whatever changes they want in the next couple hours. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, wow, I got a ways to go. And he's like, yeah, but keep on trucking, baby. Because <laughs> he and I talk in real life. We yeah, don't. yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, no, we don't. But uh, <laughs> no, Dave Greco has been like my biggest uh, help on the, on the digital. Shout out to Dave Greco. Shout out to Dave Greco. And the thing is like, you can sit there and say, Gary, like, oh, I don't talk to the guy. He'll never talk to me. But it's like if you reach out like on Instagram or Twitter or whatever, you'd be surprised how these people respond. Like there's, hey, there's Doug Markaita responded. Yeah, for sure. Like, <laughs> like, I mean, like, just to talk about something, uh, a small point of pride for yourself, like like talk about that there. Oh, yeah. Uh, none of you know who this guy is. I'm, some people. Might, <laughs> some yeah. of you probably do. If you watch Forged in Fire. It's the uh, it's on Netflix. It's on Netflix and it's on Hulu and it's on Amazon Prime. Different seasons are on different streaming <laughs> services. It's weird, uh, but I drew a picture of when we did our Inktober challenge. Yeah, we're doing Inktober. The uh, theme was Blade, and uh, I said, "Don't anyone cheap out and draw Wesley Snipes," which apparently everyone was planning on drawing yeah. Wesley Snipes to some degree. Someone still did. 
A few people. A couple of people still did, and it was yeah. like assholes. But, yeah. you know, so I think outside the box. Because immediately, I was like, if I'm thinking Blade, they're all thinking Blade. Yeah. From Blade. Immediately, that's the first thing. Blade with a blade. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Done. That's totally different. Done. Oh, October. Yeah. No finished. one's going to do this. Yeah. <laughs> so I drew a picture of Doug Markaida, who's one of the judges on the show, holding a sword and his little catchphrase written on it. It will kill. You know, that kind of thing. Posted it on Facebook. And it's a okay, quick ink drawing for the afternoon. I did it in mm. like an hour, you know, and posted it up. Hashtag Doug Markaida. See, I'm learning. Right, here you go, see. Hashtag forged in fire and then let it go into the ether and then that's it. That's the end of the story mm -hmm. until like four months later when I get a little post that says Doug Markaida has commented on your post and I'm like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I was at work at the bar, like jumped up. I was like, oh my God, oh my God. And they were like, what? And I'm like, Doug Markaida posted. He commented on my post. And they were like, who? And I'm like, oh my God, no. And so <laughs> I get on there and he's like, cool artwork. I'm going to repost. Yeah. And I was like, he's reposting it. And then he did. Yeah. And wrote my name. Didn't tag me. Mm -hmm. Didn't hashtag me <laughs> because he's probably, he's probably like, like me, you, yeah. <laughs> but he did put, you know, cool artwork by Gary. When he was Luba. like, "I'm gonna repost," he probably still stared at his phone for a yeah. while, like, "All right, how, how do I?" <laughs> Just like I do. This is what I do, dude. You know how many times I get on Facebook where someone's like, "Get a picture of that on Facebook," and I'm like, "Yeah, I probably do," and then I'm like, "Yeah, let me pull it up," and then I'm like, "No, how do I?" Uh... <laughs> the mumbling to yourself. Uh, I literally, I don't, I don't, I put my glasses in. <laughs> How do I find my photo? Dude, every time they move, when they moved photos to that weird little button, you have to scroll a yeah, couple things. Yeah, you gotta things. find it now, yeah. Fuck this. I'm yeah. done. I still We're have like, it. Interact. You have to interact more. Fucking Facebook. Facebook sucks, man. Fucking Facebook. I used to be all about Facebook, and then with Instagram, it's so much easier because it's like pictures. It's pictures and a caption. If you want to read the caption, if not, it's fine. Yeah. But like, it is so much more... Sometimes I want to you know? post a GIF as a comment and I can't. You can't. No, no. I know. Yeah, Instagram's like, we I'm, don't do that. I'm glad you said go to, that. Go to Facebook and you're like, fuck. Because I thought I was going to go, I can't. And you were going to go, yeah, you can. Here's how you do it. And I was oh, going to no. be like, now I know. Like, there was an, so, I, a genuine fear that I had when I was like, because you can't. This is the multi-level of interaction between Gary and I. As we're talking, there's a deeper thought of like, <laughs> he's going to tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> I really thought that was coming because you can't post a GIF. Yeah, but the, the the point is is that you can you can th these are ways to reach these folks. You mm -hmm. know, if if you can prove that you're you're good enough and well enough. There's an artist who I was following for a while. You know, he's got like fifty thousand followers, and just every day I would like his stuff and I would comment, I would comment, I would comment, and I'm like, this is great, this is great, this is great. And then one day he was like, hey man, I really appreciate that, thanks. And then the next moment he was liking all of my previous artwork, and then before I knew it, he was like following me. And now whenever I post, he's like the first person to comment. And I'm like, this is so cool. And like a, an artist who I respect, I was just like, this guy is so good. Like if I could just show him that like, I, like I, I'm by his side, you know, like I appreciate him and I appreciate his work. And I notice the things that maybe other people don't. Like a lot of people will be like, wow, cool drawing, you know, or, or cool this. And I'm like, the way you drew uh, Yoshi in this picture as like this kind of dinosaur was brilliant and i'll explain it why like i break down his right he goes wow you actually saw what i drew mm. thanks you know 
And like, I think those, those are the differences between like, you know, any other person who's just like nice drawing. And then the, the artist who's like, a lot of people aren't getting it, but I got what you did there, mm-hmm. you know? And that's where they go, Oh, you get it. You know, you're not just another name that's coming through. Like you, you're a person who sees eye to eye. And so even though he's 50,000 and I'm 900, you know, he can sit there and go reels versus someone worth following, you know, because when you have 50,000 followers, like what's the point of following anyone else? You know, do you have 50,000 followers? This guy does. Oh, no, I have 900, you know, but oh. this, I know. Ooh. <laughs> Even that was really hard to get to and still climbing. I'm still like, come on, 1000. Let's fucking get there. I don't even but know like, if I have 100. I have no idea. I don't, I don't even look. But you can get more because you're 10 times the artist that I am. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> <sighs> You know, but it, it is applying to that and it is work to be like, to reach out and say like, Hey, look at me. You have to look at my work. Come check out my work. Your work is fantastic and complimenting and complimenting and complimenting and telling people they're great. Like a lot of the stuff I do on Instagram is more so finding other artists who I think are interesting and giving them the praise that they're not receiving on their work, you know, because they're just overflowed with nice drawing guy. You look very cool. You know, good. Yeah, you know? <laughs> and I, I sit there and I, I break down their art and I say, this was brilliant. And I like how. Uh, you know, uh, two posts ago, you did this one drawing and it makes me feel like you have an understanding of, uh, you know, what Voltron was or, or what this was. Or you must have been a big fan of the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe to draw it this way. And they go, oh, absolutely. You know, they're, they're, these people are waiting for that kind of interaction because even though they have that many fans, they don't have a lot of people who understand what they're trying to do or what they're trying to bring to life. Mm-hmm. And so I, I like to imagine if I may toot my own horn. Is that I like to look at something and you will. and and say <laughs> no I, I, I like to, I, I like to look at something and then appreciate the magic within that you know mm. and say oh I understand what they're trying to do here I understand the the brilliance behind this one image and I just repeat the brilliance that's there and I say this was your brilliance by the way and they go thank you thank you for seeing that and not just telling me that my drawing was was pretty all right you know and and for someone who and then, and then, of course, I go, come look at my stuff. And they go, I see your brilliance as well. Keep keep working. You know, keep working and, and you're going to get there. I saw what you did. And did the, the stupid fun of the, you commented, you're weird. Yeah, you know, weird. With the, the Miami Rice. Weird guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a silly concept. It was one of the, the goofiest concepts, you know. You know what comes weird with that kind of stuff, too, is like, I don't want to comment on it. Because I'm like, I'll just fucking tell him when I see him. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not going to comment and tell him like you get one or the other you get personal interaction or you get typing i don't have time but the thing is is like it's important to to help build my thing like for for barrel you know his tattoos Mm. he'll post awesome tattoos no one comments he gets like six likes i'll comment save and do this because i'm like i want the algorithm to recognize that his art is worth more you know i'll share his art because i want other people to see it you know, and it's, and, and it's, these are the things that you have to do to support. Dude, you're going to have to give me like Instagram class one night. Cause I'll, I'm like, I'll try. I don't know I, how not, to do anything. I'm not anything good it. at it, but, but we can if talk you, about if it. If it's left to me to figure it out, it's never happening. <laughs> I'll help Ever. you. It's never but it's like, happen. that's how you help your friends now. Like, and that's why like I tag you whenever there's like an artist support post, I go an artist to check out is Mugroth, you know? And even if it gets just, you know, five people to look at your account, that's, that's good. Let those five people look at your account because that's the only way that that we're going to move forward with this. Mm. You know, for Barrel to do better, we all have to share Barrel's tattoos when he posts them. You know, for you to do better, you have to I don't to know how to share art. a thing. I like I like things. Oh, we'll get through it, Gary. We'll get through it. I okay. like them. <laughs> Dude, I'm like 100 years old. Yeah. <laughs> I will, I press the heart and I'm like liked. Liked. Is that sharing? 
No, that's okay. liking it. Yeah. <laughs> and there are that's, levels. That's this. a legitimate question. <laughs> is that sharing? Do I do share good? Oh my God, this is how awful I am with social uh, media, man. That's like, uh, that was legit. Gary, you're supposed to be selling yourself at this point of the, of the interview. <laughs> I'm like, Gary, what are your future goals? What's, on, you the, guys, what's on the horizon for You guys want to see Roth? some really good artwork, check out the Rios verse. Ah. And you'll probably <laughs> see my stuff on his site. <laughs> uh, where can people find you on Instagram? What's your tag? I think it's at Mugra. I love you so much. <laughs> <laughs> I think my let, name let is... Let me double check. <laughs> <laughs> where can people find you, Gary? I don't know. This is a moment dude I don't even know anymore. when i was on uh josh and uh patrick's podcast or patricio's podcast it was like uh how can we find you on instagram and i totally said the wrong name <laughs> like i said my name on facebook how do we even see what my name is i'll, on I'll here? find you calm down all right but it's moog moog underscore yeah. roth at moog underscore roth that's where you can see his artwork that's where you can see my artwork some lots of, of good stuff some of it some of it some of his body painting too now, I have a couple face paintings on. Most of my body paintings on Facebook because I'm an old timer and we didn't have Instagram yet. When well, we got to fix painting. that. We got to put all of your body paintings on just so people can see what you can do. Dude, I have like a terabyte of body art. You got 400 followers, man. That's on awesome. What? On Instagram? Yeah, on Instagram. That's good. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Cool. That's more than I thought. Hell yeah. That's 400 more than I thought I had. <laughs> oh, and one more just jumped out. 401 now. People there are listening go. to the show live right live. now because it's broadcasting live. <laughs> But Gary, you seriously have been one of the greatest influences of my life. I can't imagine what my life would be without you. And it's crazy to say that because a lot of our adult life has been spent apart. Yeah. You know, because of life and the shit that we do. But I'm still like, I, I'm still always like, I, if things got hard enough, I have Gary that I can call and be like, hey, man, shit's real tough. You know, and, and, and I want to I want to meet up with you. Let's hang out. You know, and I know that you'd be like, I'm working. You know, but you would respond, you know? No. <laughs> no, click. And it's like, uh, but even then, it's like, uh, as far as all my friends, because I have tons of, of, of great people in my life. Joe is fantastic. Lewis is fantastic. Aram is fantastic. You know, Josh is Josh. You know, all these great people. <laughs> I love you, Josh. I really do. <laughs> uh, all these great people in, in in my life, but like, and also Josh, and also Josh. Oh, that's uh, but I mean, like, but all these great people in my life, but there's only one person who who fits me, who fits the puzzle that is Chris Rios, who, who has the, the creative piece. Because I'm just you know, the right size. You're just the right size for me, Gary. <laughs> and then we made out. No, so I mean, like, uh, thank you, man, for for being a part of my life, and and I hope that we can spend more time together because this this whole enterprise the mama of trying to trying to reboot what it is to be a creative person i, I feel will be so much more if, if i have you with me and, and we're working together so it'd be awesome you know what would be awesome is if someone said like we need to hang out more often yeah and then they did yeah yeah because yeah, yeah. i'm always like yeah cool yeah, yeah whenever yeah. yeah but then you say yeah whenever and then like you don't think you know, but then i'll know. invite them out and then they won't show up who I don't want to name specific names. Okay. I mean, I'm not talking about you and jo I'm not talking about you specifically or oh, anything. Yeah, I'm right. talking about like as a general, as an adult in my 30s, what I've realized is when people are like, we need to hang out more often. What oh, they're no. saying is I'm trying to be polite to you right yes, now. Yes, yes. All they care about is just saying like, and I, go, I really yeah. like you. And I go, okay. And, and maybe if we meet at Publix, 
that'll be such a great time. Yeah. You know, if we're both at Publix at the same time, that'll be a good five minutes. You if know? I usually see someone I know at a Publix, I will turn around and walk the other <laughs> way because I don't want to talk to anybody. If it's you, it's different. You know, like you or Joe or somebody. I, I think uh, it'd be different. But, but if, that, I, if I didn't meet anyone, I, I'd probably be extra awkward and like walk by them without saying anything and like inspecting fruit that I'm not going to buy, but just be like, <laughs> oh, I remember after I moved, I went to a Publix and I see somebody. I'm like, that kind of looks like so-and-so. But, you know, kind of like if they had had it rough the last couple of years or something. <laughs> and then I see them and I'm like, oh, God, I think that is them. And I turned around and tried to oh, duck. No. And, and then Gary. And oh. then I went down the aisle anyway. <laughs> run, 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 run. And tried to lose them. And they followed me. Gary. And I'm like, shit. And I had to turn around. Oh. But you were already invested in running away. Why don't you just like. Well, because they didn't know I was running away. Oh, so they still saw you. They still you. saw me, you, but then, you weren't actually running. You were walking no, no, no. At, a, at a regular pace. Pretended like, oh, there's carrots, you know. Yeah. And I went to get them, and then uh, they follow me back, and they're like, Gary, Shit. and I'm like, oh, hey, you, and they're like, oh my god, how long's it been? And I'm like, too long, like not long enough. I don't know. I don't know what to say to you. And they're yeah. like, so how have you been? And I'm like, good. And they're like, oh man, the second. Second rehab was really good for me. You yeah, know? yeah. And you're like, oh wow, that's awesome. Man, I really wish I wasn't having that craving for Oreos. Right? <laughs> you know, like God, I had to get those fucking Oreos. Why did I go down there? Damn it. No, we love everyone. We love everyone who struggles. You know, we're here for you guys. We're Not me. And- <laughs> I don't like people. I don't like people. You know, I know everyone very, I need to know. You know who's very much like that now? Like I, Joe is very much like that. We're like, oh yeah. We're like Joe, so you're officer. He's like, yeah. I'm like, great. Let's hang out. And he's like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean, nah? And he's like, this video game. I got, I, I got mean, a video game. Just wants to play video. And games. you're like, okay. <laughs> you're like, you want to get together yeah. and play video game? Oh, I don't want to play them with you. Now the other day, like he was saying, I was like, oh, uh, he was like, Jillian was out of town, and I wasn't doing anything, and I was like, oh, so we could have hung out. And he was like, well, this is this is what I did. So <laughs> I'm like, great joke, great. Yeah, I love you. <sighs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would like to hang out with everybody, but that's my point too. Mm-hmm. Like right there. Yeah. I like hanging out with everyone, but no one ever wants to actually do it. But the thing is, like you said, like, I don't want to waste my Saturday. You know? So it's well, like- that was like, I don't want to waste my Saturday with a body painting. With a body painting. But if you want to come over and hang out, I'm totally down. But the thing is, like, what you said about the anxiety of, like, meeting someone that you don't want to meet or, or doing this or that awkward thing or, or, or having the fumble, the idea of, like, are we going to hang out? Who's going to hang out? Are we going to, like... It's a lot of work. Like when it's my close friends, like, it shouldn't be. She'd be like, "Want to oh, grab a beer?" But that's the thing. Yeah. But, but you know, that's the also thing. Like you don't, you, you're not married. You know, so I mean, like yeah, I know. Rub yeah, it so in. I'm, I'm, so yeah, I'm sorry. the one. Yeah. <laughs> the one. You know what's funny is your fish uh, isn't married either. Okay, so you guys are same same. All right, but it's like we're married. You know, so we have <laughs> <laughs> we have wives, and the wife needs to be happy, and they're gonna say things that we can do or not do. You know, mm-hmm. that's just reality of it, Gary. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. when it comes to it, sometimes Jesus. it's just easier being like, I don't know. How about you put your foot down and be a man yeah, because I, it's the twenties. I'm a man. I said, you know what? I'm recording a podcast on Saturday. Could you please take Wade to yeah. your parents' house mm-hmm. or something? Mm-hmm. You know? So I mean like, and that's what, uh, <laughs> and then that, that's me putting my foot down. So mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> you know what I think is still funny to this day is when I scroll through it's, it. I'm, I, I'm not being a dick about this. Mm. I think it's genuinely hilarious. But your engagement party, yeah. like the night you got engaged, yeah. it's this photo of all of us who showed up that night, mm-hmm. and it is all couples and me. <laughs> the entire the entire group. It's like you and Denise. Yeah. It's Joe and Jillian. 
It's Beryl and Miranda. It's Kurt and Kurt April. April yeah. uh, who the fuck else was there? There's a few other people that I think there was a few other, but it was oh Tico and Bree. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, was it Bree? Uh, was it Bree at the time? Must- yeah, it had, yeah it had to be Brie. Had to be Brie. Had to be Brie. Had to be Brie. Yeah. Sorry, Brie. Hope you're there. I don't remember when Brie came into the picture. Anyway, oh, was I'm, she at my wedding? I don't remember. I'm glad. I'm glad Brie is in the picture. Yes, we're all happy for that. She had to be. She, I think so. <laughs> it wasn't my wedding. It's not my fault if I can't remember. Listen, in my defense, I was getting married. I was baking a cake. Literally 30 minutes before I showed up at the wedding. Like so. this is supposed to be an interview of me. Yeah. It's become you defending yourself to Bree. Against Bree. Bree, don't be mad at me. Okay, it was a very busy night. You know? <laughs> All right, be mad at Gary. He had nothing going on, okay? He's hey, I was a groomsman. I was a groomsman I found out at the last second. Yeah, 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 yeah. At the last second. Yeah. Remember you sent out a text was that was second. like, here's the suit. Go buy it. And I was like, hey, I don't think you meant to send this to me. And you were like, why? And I'm like, because I'm not a groomsman. And, and I was like, like, why aren't you? And I was like, because like, you, you never said anything to me about like, did it. Did I have to invite you? No. I like, didn't know. I, I, I didn't. I figured if I was going to be a groomsman, <laughs> I would have seen something before Listen, the Listen, Gary, you of, need to value yourself from this point forward, okay? I don't You're important. Value. You're no, important. I'm all not, right? though. And that's it. That's it. Because you have to go meet someone in like 15 minutes. Uh, so time is it? Uh, late. Oh, whatever. Yeah, no whatever. <laughs> She'll be there. Yeah. She'll wait. She'll be there when I get there. <laughs> People wait for me. That's how it but is. But I have man. no value. Oh, right. <laughs> Gary, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for coming doing the podcast, man. Thank you. Did I do I... okay? I didn't know what you want me to do. I, neither did I. I didn't know what we were supposed to do, but I just knew that I would have fun talking to you. And hopefully we covered something that uh, resonates with someone listening to the podcast. Uh, but it's great, man. And hopefully we can talk about a lot more stuff in the future. Thank you. Thank you. At Moog underscore Roth. Uh, Moog's his nickname, by the way. I'm not sure if we covered that. Or you don't have to call like, me that. Yeah, yeah. Only my uh, mom calls me that. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's where you can find him. Uh, post more artwork so people can look at it. Well, I'm trying to make more artwork. And, and we'll definitely do a nice Instagram learning crash course on how to work that out. Okay, that be, buddy? That'd be helpful. <laughs> hey, did you, uh, did you uh, ever start watching Letterkenny? Of course I did. So listen, you it's can find uh, you can uh, watch uh, uh, the Paper Grounds podcast on YouTube. <clears throat> not really, because it's not any video. It's just audio still. But you can find the uh, Paper Grounds podcast anywhere where you listen to your podcast. Hit me up on The Reelsverse, at The Reelsverse, on all social media that you can find. And also check out our Threadless shop, Reelsverse at Threadless. It is uh, an awesome store uploading new designs every day. And uh, we'll see who wears the crown next time. Bye, Gary. Hey, uh, did you ever listen to that Deftones album finally? Of course I listened to it, Gary. Have a great time, everyone. We'll see you on the next episode. I have no value. part of it are you, are you is that all gonna be part of the show me i'm being quiet for you because i feel like these noises are getting right. you into the, the zone yeah man. yeah i gotta get in the zone yeah i yeah. usually just start winging it we are recording now yeah i okay. believe you all right here we go <clears throat>